This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, good people of the world? We're back. We're down a man, but we're also up a man. Chris Maverick Mattis is not with us today. He's taking care of some important business in the uh, archaeological world. I almost said agricultural world. And uh, I'm taking the con- <laughs> the controls on the computer. Richie's the El- <laughs> Richie's El Capitan. So I don't know. I don't know how he looks at this all time. It's like putting me in a trance. You are the captain now. Alright, yeah, so we're back without Chris, but we got Ray sitting in, we got Anthony chilling, and uh, the regular crew. What up, what up, what up? That sausage that uh, Jotham made just gave me the itis, so. You feeling good? You alright? What was that exactly, Joe? What'd you make us? It was just sausage with some tomato tomato sauce and peppers, onions. Probably. Let me get a shot, y'all. Go looking through the cabinets. Start the convo. I need alcohol with all the straight edge crap. Yo, Ray, let's start it off with a uh, a question from a listener real quick. Okay. I got one that relates to this perfectly. One right for Ray? Yeah, right off the bat. This is Yeah, that's some comments for Ray, too. This is synchronicity right here. What kind of joint is this? There's no soda. Yeah, the soda. We, we just drank all the soda. Nah, you got Coke. That, you got, like, Mountain Dew Coke. That doesn't go with Jack. Jack and Coke. That's not a real, that's a Mountain Dew. Lemon, lime, <laughs> oh, Jack. the Cokes are gone. All my drink is out there. Y'all, would you mix Jack Daniels with Mountain Dew, lemon, lime? I wouldn't. No. Yo, would you put it in an iced coffee, though? Does that make sense? Yeah, if you're an alcoholic. Oh, you Put it in an iced coffee? Ah, oh, dude, Red just gave him a Coke. Look at this. What the fuck is this? Cane sugar and Steva? What are you, a hipster Coke drinker no, now? I'm a, I'm a, what is this, like the Starbucks version Richie's of Coke? a Coke head. I'm a soda connoisseur. That's a really good one. You're going to love that. That's hard to find. But, yo, today I just bugged out over, what is that called? Rockstar Killer Grape. You know yeah. what? I'm a sucker for any grape drink. Yeah. Wow. That's it's good. Yo, so good. I What's love the one Rockstar we used to get? Fruit Punched. Fruit Punched. And wasn't there an orange one? I know. I don't know about orange one. I always get fruit punched and beef jerky. That's my combination. Ooh, a little yo, salty, that, a little sweet. That, that great little chemical grape. aftertaste. Cheese doodles, grape yo, soda. That's my thing. Not to get off topic. Not that we on one yet. I got some beef jerky in Winnie, Texas. It's on the Gulf Coast, bro. Good? Phenomenally good, dude. If that's even a word, so good. I can't wait to go back to pick up like two pounds because it's like homemade wow. beef jerky. Like, dude literally sells it in Ziplocs. It's like wow. some, you know, real redneck. It could be human meat. Yo, did you ever go to the, hey, you ever go to the beef jerky store? The beef jerky store? In, in Crossings. Is there really it's one? A beef jerky store. Wow. Wait, that's they crazy. got a whole store? Oh, the whole beef store. Jerky? They got like, it's like the spider turkey. They got hey, Ray. Jerky turkey. Pour that in, like, in the microphone so that people could hear. Like, I want all the alcoholics right, licking well, their, already <laughs> licking their three lips. shots in there. Just listen. Ooh, it sounds good. Sounds delicious. Now it's a half cup. Half a cup of Jack Daniels. Of a black metal cup. (laughs) There's nothing but skulls on it. Skulls, son. Just so you see, we're not lying. Ray, I'll take a picture so we can post it. Yo, listen, take a picture of Ray's necklace. I'm sweating that shit. 
It's like an evil saint. Let me make sure you didn't blink. Okay, it's good. Wow, you what look drunk. What is that necklace, right? Hmm? It's like a gold saint. Uh, Damn, someone see it. A rapper would be wearing that. I need that. Let's raise Jesus peace. Italian ice needs that. Straight from Mexico. Mexico. Okay. My friend from Mexico. Hey, Ray, you look drunk. And he's, I took two pictures. You look drunk already. Dude, Are you drunk? Is, it's the lifestyle. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> You didn't look drunk when I was talking to you, but now in the picture you look drunk. Nah, dude, I got the itis from that food, man. Oh, yeah, he looked drunk. He's drunk off my sausage. Okay, <laughs> Ray. <laughs> All right, Ray, question for you. This is from our good friend, Zach Lopez. Oh, God. Hey, uh, Fuck you, Zach, before the question. Zach is a, uh, Zach's a uh, regular Comment, commentator for the podcast. Okay. He said, ask Ray, what would you rather have? A lifetime supply of henny or fried chicken? And I don't appreciate the racist undertones that this question is taking on, but... Who's fried chicken? Like homemade fried, like real fried chicken? Or like your favorite. Let's, let's just let's assume your fried favorite chicken. fried chicken. The best chicken. henny or the best fried... I'm going with the honey, baby. I could eat, wow. when you know, at another time. <laughs> we just... Now, that's funny because I would say I'll go with the fried chicken because I could drink anytime. That's nah, why. nah, dude. I need good looking. If you drink that, see, that's why when I go to shows and people want to drink PBR and all that white boy fucking cheap liquor shit. Excuse me, Anthony. You're going to learn some new words with me today, Anthony. But uh, y'all, I get sick. I get sick. Richie's seen it many a time. Is there different... Is there good henny and bad henny? I thought yeah, bad henny would be like, like uh, broke people drink like E and J, Irk and Jerk, because you get like a gallon for like twenty. You know, henny expensive. You know what I'm saying? Especially, so what? Henny is like a recipe. Henny, henny's a cognac from like French France grapes. You can look it up. I think I'm right because I had a homeboy that tried to get a sponsorship oh, okay. through henny, and they were like, "Fuck you." I thought henny was a brand. I didn't know it was a uh... Hennessy is just the type of uh, cognac it is. Man, like they got white Hennessy, they got uh, some purple looking Hennessy that I'm gonna pick up on this. I next work with show. a lot of East uh, West Indian dudes, and they say the white Hennessy's the best. Yeah, but know. the West Indian dudes, if you ask them, they also like that 99 bananas and a little bit of milk, and they drink Guinness. Jamaicans, Trinis, and all those islands, man, them dudes, I think, drink more than Irish and Scottish people, hands down. Yeah, they're all alcoholics. Yeah, weren't you, uh, didn't you have a bottle of like blue or purple or mm-hmm. something weird in Thailand? Purple honey. Purple honey. Yeah. Was that good? I don't remember. I was on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Is there good shrooms and bad shrooms? What's the best shrooms? I don't White remember. shrooms. That was my first time taking them. Over purple there. shrooms. I drank a happy shake and There's found out why it's called shit. a happy shake. Wow. All right, so wait, what was his answer to Zach? His answer was honey. Honey. I go with the honey. I love fried chicken. Don't get me wrong. Is fried chicken even your favorite meal? Yeah, it's one of them. Fried chicken wings, actually. I can How tell do you we right, know that? I mean, fried chicken wings, vegetarian <laughs> beans with uh, the mac and cheese noodles, but not like the white people box mac and cheese. I like the crunchy top. You know, corn fake. What's What's your favorite crunchy top? Because mine is cornflakes. I don't know about you. Wow. Cornflakes is good. I think yeah. I, I think I'll go with the cornflakes too, man. Captain Crunch, slightly yeah. slightly burnt, just yeah, like a yeah. like a Got couple black couple dots, just a yeah, couple yeah, dots yeah. here and there. Yeah, dude, listen, listen. This is not a racial comment, but if I go to a black cookout and it's not a 60, 70 year old woman from the South cooking, I probably don't want it. I don't know why it is, but mm-hmm. you don't want what mm-hmm. the mac and mac cheese. And cheese. Oh, right. Yeah, oh man, that that Ooh. soul food, that real soul food. 
Like when y'all came to Kanan's birthday, man. That's the one reason Big John real comfortable. Once y'all started eating, what's Derek? Derek ate like the whole pan of mac and cheese and uh. Yeah, Kenyan. I thought I was gonna get jumped in that. Grace, sweet <laughs> the sound. That's an old spiritual. Mm-hmm. Who saved a rich like me? I once was lost, but now I'm found. Y'all singing Anthony to sleep. Probably the was blind, too. but now I see. Man, we should just do a cappella song. Woo. Yo, I did what? What was the tone I took on that one? Not my normal baritone. I did another. No, it was tone. like a tenor, maybe. Yeah, see, yeah. I do it tenor. all, baby. Yo, you should join the church, like a Methodist or something. Yeah, 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 I don't know. But check it out. At his, I probably told the story about his barbecue. I went to his the the, the graduation. But was it graduation party? No, it was just my son's birthday. Oh, his birthday. They had a pinata there. It was great. Yeah, rented out. But anyway, slides. remember that Anthony? Of course, Anthony came? yeah, that was fun. Of course, way back then I was terrorizing people on Facebook. <laughs> and I, I remember this. <laughs> and I was it, at the time. The and big mind news, you, my Facebook is full of hood dudes. Yeah, full. <laughs> it's all it's all the projects. At the time, the big story was Zimmerman killing a kid. That poor kid, Trayvon Martin. And then I was just joking around, and I was saying maybe Mr. Zimmerman had a good reason. You know, he's a he's a law abiding citizen, and I'm this kid might. You know, I was being ridiculous. Damn, Richie. And then I forgot all about it. I caused a little uproar, and then moved on to the next debate. A couple months later, I'm at this barbecue, and I'm one of I don't know if you could count Ray, one or two white people there. And uh, there was three of us. We was Derek three was strong. there too. We Derek was three strong. <laughs> Derek Verici was there too. We was three strong. And everybody was nice. And all of a sudden, one guy was getting very close to me as he's talking. He said, "Yeah, you were the guy that was on the Facebook." And this guy's big, looked like a little Mike Tyson. He's like, "You were talking about Mr. Zimmerman and all of that." And as soon as he said that, I had a complete like remembrance. flashback. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," and I, but I didn't know exactly what I said. But, you know, I mean, he, he he could care less. He thought it was funny in the end. But for a second there, I was going to start swinging on everybody in sight. Yeah, Starting with shot. Anthony and Caden. <laughs> <laughs> Just to prove a point. Somebody would have got murdered on Caden's birthday. Yeah, damn. <laughs> no, but the guy that he's talking about is the same type of shit-stirring asshole like Richie. Like, oh, he might have liked it then. He's like the instigator. He's the instigator that will fight, too. Because, you know, in the hood, man, like, that's why it's crazy when I see everybody, like, start recording fights. You record a fight in that neighborhood, they're going to beat you up for recording the fight. It's just that type. Of, like, certain things you don't put on Instagram and YouTube. Well, it seems like all of those videos are coming out of neighborhoods like that now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the young generation, you know, the younger dude, it, it's the same thing with hardcore. The older dudes in hardcore one way and the younger dudes, you know. Yeah, the- but you ever notice there's no, no hardcore fights ever really leak out. Nobody ever starts filming immediately. It's very rare. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, that's funny and because. I was thinking that later on. Like, so because fast. there's entire compilations of. Hardcore fights from Yo, the 80s and 90s, of, you know what I mean? But they, only, they, they only get caught because somebody's filming the music. Right, Dude, right. When I got out of prison, I watched something. Because this was a crazy prison story. Shout out to Joe Hardcore. But my friends jokingly, we used to watch like all the documentaries and the ganglands and you know the prison shows, which is crazy watching prison shows in prison. But you take it for granted when you see how another prison, like them dudes in L.A., I feel bad for them. We're in New York smoking cigarettes, watching TV while they're like, yeah, you got to sell a uh, hundred stamps to get a cigarette. And we're like, oh, you know, we get them out the store. 
Anyway, so anytime it was like a crazy biker and I'm walking past the TV, they'd be like, yo, yo, PA, your, your white boy's on TV. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, whatever. This is like a year go by, you know, like every time. Anytime there's some crazy white people on TV getting arrested, they'd be like, yo, that's PA cousin. You know what I mean? It was a joke. <laughs> and um, so one time they said it and I look, who do I fucking see on the TV? Joe, Joe Harcourt. So at that one moment, I'm like, yo, that is my people's right there on the TV. I, but so when I got out, I remember my boy was showing me YouTube and stuff. So I start looking online and I see like some beatdown video that shows like all these fights at shows. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Joe Harcourt on the TV. I was with him this weekend. Yeah, shout out to Joe. Juicy Joel moved to to uh, Philly from Atlanta. Oh wow, that's awesome! Oh, man. shout out to Juicy Joe, yeah. the only other hardcore kid that drank a bottle of Hennessy with me and was still walking at the end of the night. You know, we had a friend that plays in the band Departed. I ain't gonna mention any names. <laughs> I ain't gonna mention any names, but he fell asleep at this is hardcore in does the he, band. Does he smoke Walked a lot, this friend? Yeah, we're not gonna say his name like Pat Duda or nothing, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> He couldn't hang that night, and his wife yelled at me the next day. So he ain't allowed to drink Hennessy with you me. You guys know what the nickname I gave him, right? What's that? He smokes a lot. He smells like an ashtray, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the nickname I gave him, he really wasn't catching on the first few times I was calling him that. I call him Arthur Ashtray. Oh, my God. Arthur that's famous, that's amazing. Tennis, player. tennis yeah. player, yeah. I thought it was brilliant, but he didn't really catch on. Arthur Ashtray. That's I like great. that. I'm about to text him that right <laughs> now. Like, what up, Art? Yo, he stinks like a fucking cigarette he a mile a lot, away. Man. He loves cigarettes. Yeah, I think I it's because I wear a strong cologne that doesn't stick on me. Like right now. Do you do the menthol cigarettes? Yeah, I do menthol. That, they don't stink like that. And uh, I wear a lot of cologne. I always do. Cologne. Yeah, no, you don't smell like I don't smell anything right now. Gucci. Yeah. Just his B.O. Irish right. B.O. Get the fuck out Just of here. That Typical B. Irish B.O. Oh, that gives me... Okay, I got another question. Since I said I, I did, somebody from Ireland sent us a question. Oh. Let me Top of the morning, thing. friend. From Ireland. I fuck sakes, your bollocks, cunt bastard, yeah. Okay, let's see. Where is it at? Okay. The name is Maguire911. Oh, he follows me, I think, on, on Instagram right now. I'm about to look at you, Maguire, so okay, he listen. says some crazy stuff. I'm flying over. Stop interfering with the question, will you? Favorite UK hardcore band, not Knuckle Dust, because we know you guys love Knuckle Dust. Do you guys have a favorite UK hardcore band? I do. Besides Knuckle Dust? Yeah. Who? Well, I, I mean, it's a it's like a new band, you know, like a younger younger band, I guess. Who? Not young dudes, but younger band. But uh, Life Betrays Us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life Betrays Us. Mm. They, they're heavy. You know how it is when you're writing music. It's hard to sound unique yeah. when you're writing like real heavy, heavy riffs. Yeah. It's hard to and, sound and unique. And every once in a while when a band does, you're like, yes. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it's kind of like a train of the same Yeah, stuff. it's very difficult. And so Life Betrays Us, is they uh, they got it. They know how to write. Hey, look at that. Maguire 911. So, um, All right, Maguire 911. Yeah, I think Life Follicle Betrays Us has a really cool sound. Ammo's voice is awesome. His singing voice is great. His speaking yeah, voice, his speaking we all know his speaking voice is horrible. It's almost like... It, Yo, Mr. Bean make you scratch is your so ears off. fucking big, though, dude. Like, when I haven't seen him for a while, when Mr. Bean came over for Mamou's... <laughs> Mr. Bean. Yeah, he's, he's the hardcore version of Mr. I, Bean. I man. think he's a hardcore... Anybody that's listening to this, when you see him, call him Mr. Bean. He's going to love it. Don't worry. <laughs> to me, it's more What's of a Mike bro? Tyson vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like a Mike Tyson, like yeah. a gentle... Giant like you see Mike psycho, Tyson and then all of a sudden, and then you see 
big ass ammo and it's kind of a similar kind of fairyish kind of voice oh jesus christ so insulting <laughs> great band oh yes like a friend that we love he transformed make cool ass shirt shout out to them for getting me a cool ass shirt life betrays us they got good merch yeah, yeah. so that's mine uh that, that's my uh my second runner-up life go betrays us oldie, man i'm gonna be honest i have a couple of favorites but i'm not gonna use anybody we're affiliated with since they took out knuckle dust because i would have said no turn it back but that's wait, not a UK band. UK. That's not be UK. UK, oh. England, Ireland, United man, Kingdom. I, use all, I grouped that whole fucking continent together. Y'all, <laughs> y'all can't fuck with America. Y'all all together. Y'all just that other. <laughs> Ray's playing by his own rules. That's not what UK means. But we'll, yeah, all right. So you don't even know. No, I do know. I mean, you might as well put Australia in there too. Then, if you're gonna play by those rules, put. I'm gonna say my Asian. favorite European band because they didn't ask that. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, to be honest with you guys, UK. Thanks band, for the question, McGuire. Now, Ray, here's Ray with his favorite yeah, European band. I'm gonna tell you the truth. The only UK bands that I really am familiar with is our dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, our people. I got you. Who's that fucking jerky band that we had to drive back from Finland with that I almost smacked in the face? <laughs> we talked about them too many times on here. Oh, man. we did. Yeah, we talked about them too many times. See, I don't want to get them lumped in. That we had friends in that van, in that van ride, and we also had. <laughs> Enemies oh, in this van ride. Cox Bar. How about that? Oh, okay. okay. Nice. You guys turned me a, on to them. That nice. was not a hardcore band, but okay. No, no, but if you don't remember, I remember you guys were all head over heels. They were coming Still. over here to Philly. I believe y'all played one of them shows. Right? Yeah, we played twice. And I said, who the hell is Cockfarter or whatever? Cockfarter. And <laughs> y'all played it. Y'all played it. No bullshit. Y'all played it. And I downloaded three albums on my phone. Is it great, it's great driving harder. music. It's great. Dude, as a person that life is literally on the road, yeah, like great. it's great riding music. You know what I'm saying? Just like, yeah, strong, yeah. catchy rock songs. Yeah, like, so. it, you know, any music that while you're driving, you, you do the sing-along fist throw. You know what I mean? Like oh, once yeah, the fist yeah, throw yeah. goes into a song, I love your fucking Check it out. Album. Ray is so out of the loop of like regular kind of music that... We were driving back one night. He was a little drunk. I'm driving. I played Billy Idol, Rebel Yell. <laughs> About a week, two weeks later, he's like, yo, who's that one dude you was playing on the ride back? And I was like, Billy Idol. Like, Billy who? What's the name of the song? I'm like, how's he not know? Who Billy the- Idol, yeah. He texted me back, was like, you're not even American. <laughs> no, but listen, <laughs> Ray, Ray might have been a little too young for Billy Idol. But come on. And then be- gone a little too long to really Anthony, y'all, know Billy appreciate. Idol? Y'all got to remember. Even Anthony Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of Billy Idol before. I mean, he was in that Adam Sandler movie, I think, when he was on there the There you plane. go, yeah, Wedding Singer. Long. That's yeah. right. Now, I heard it through that. But, dude, I ain't listening to all... Listen, I did not like heavy metal, rock and roll, yeah, none Billy of that Idol's shit. Just I was a straight-up hip-hop kid. My brother used to listen to it. I look at the pictures of the album, I'd be like, look at these queers and leather jackets with long hair. They That's why when group. I went to a show, and I seen a bunch of street dudes from New York and PA that looked just like me... Look like hip hop kids, but they were playing heavy ass music, full of tattoos. They look cool as shit. I was like, oh, I love this music. Because all the rock music, I only liked it when it was a heavy breakdown. Hardcore music is repetitive, heavy breakdown. It's fast a little bit and then dun 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 and breaks down. I like the breakdown in the music. And I like the lyrics. If I hear a song, I'm like, oh, this song's dope. Same thing with y'all new album. Richie played me the music. First thing I said is, oh, what is he saying? I need, he oh, you couldn't understand them? Yeah. No, nah, well, oh. I didn't hear the mixed down versions. I heard the versions right when it came out of the studio. Holla at me. I got them bootlegs from 999 going right now. <laughs> and 
You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, the real one's also nine ninety nine. But yo, did yeah, you? you can get it first from me. We don't wait until. June. Well, check it out. This guy's not done with his question. How fucking many questions is he asking? The next here? part is, when are you coming to Dublin? Ray or us? He Who's he talking about? Who are you talking about? Book us, man. Yeah, book us. This man. is the thing. We've never had a legitimate offer to ever play Dublin. And I we, think we the, don't ask to play places. Book us around St. Yeah, Patty's most day. of the we we get people saying, "Oh, you should play here. or You should play there." But you know, you got to get yeah. your promoter friends in touch with us, and then we'll uh, we get might hook the something bag. Up. Get the money. And his his, <laughs> his last statement is. And Ray needs to be on every episode. Love him. He's great crack. Yeah, good yeah, crack. Good looking McGuire. What up, from Ray Ireland. Crack? They, they need to give me a, a higher pay grade because right now they're giving me like food stamp money to come Right now we man. give him sausage and soda <laughs> and Henny. Listen, learn who Billy Idol is first. Learn your history. <laughs> Dude, I know my history. AF, Cro-Max, SOA. You know what I'm saying? I know SOA, my wow. Sons of Anarchy, there. all of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Snuck that in. How do you know about that? Yo, listen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, there's a hardcore SOA hardcore band. Oh, I don't okay. know who the fuck that. Yo, is. what's your favorite? Uh, you had like the Crutch demos, right? Uh, yeah, that was when I was. Fucking what was it, what's like an old Crutch lyric that's stuck in your head? I want to know if it's the same Back as mine. To nature. Oh shit! Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was a good one. Or and all its supplies. Yo, courage, honor, and, and truth, truth must be the building blocks of our youth. Yes. Discipline, blood, and heart Yo, must be taught from the, from the very start. The courage part, because courage, like, yeah. he let it, like, stick out, you know? I thought Carl was a great vocalist, by the way. He was I, a good frontman. He was a good frontman, good yeah. vocalist. I he love Carl's weird voice. Timing. He had a very weird timing. Yo, but he was fucking nuts back in the day, yeah. dude. He's still a little weird. I remember he, totally out of his mind. Yeah. he played uh, somewhere in... Maybe Doylestown or something like that, down near Philly, and he like jumped up and kicked in the middle of the set. There was like a chandelier, and it was kind of in a ballroom. Mm-hmm. And he jumped up and kicked a chandelier. And Carl had like he could dunk a basketball. He was like super athletic dude. Yeah, he's good. Probably athlete. still is, I'm sure. But he he jumped up and kicked the chandelier that was like I would have a hard time touching this chandelier with my hand if I jumped up. And he jumped and kicked it, and the crystals were falling on the floor. And it was, oh man, it was just like a powerful moment. He was like an agitator. Some people didn't like him. He li- yeah, he liked to annoy people and, and you know, yeah, like. He had that old school thing about him where it's like, am I supposed to make the crowd hate me? Yeah. You know, like uh, a weird Gigi Allen like streak. Like Stickman back in the day? Yeah, but Stickman was different. He was like that in real life. Carl would be like, as, as a front man, become like an agitator. Yo, but I missed the feeling. Not saying I don't get a good feeling. Like now it's a different feel. I think now I'm feeling what. Probably like Roger and all guys that age range were feeling back in '94 and stuff. Like now, I enjoy it just to get up with friends, listen to the great music. Like, but back then there was that that fear—not fear, but the excitement and anxiety of a show. Because back then you never knew what would happen at a show. Skinheads could come, get into a brawl, fights all the time. The music was much more violent. Like I don't care what anybody says, they do this crowd killing little thing. Yeah, it could hurt, you know, because you're punching people in the crowd. But back then, I think the dancing was just a million times harder. You know, like back then, it was the the breakup of emo, tough guy, uh, uh, straight edge. You know, there was and death metal. And crowd killing is kind of, is limited I to like it. it's limited were, to the the yeah. right in front of the, the band. The danger back then was 
getting jumped in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, getting yeah, jumped, yeah. you know, on your way to the bathroom in the club or getting jumped, like, in, you know, in the alley behind the but place. But also, when you was a tough guy back then, you earned it more because there was a lot more fair ones, you know, because I think the scene was more... You know, we all had our mm. areas. I remember a lot of jumps. No, there was a lot jumping. of jumpings, too. But you know what I used to like? Like, when you guys or when Strength first started or when Mushmouth first came out. Like, if dudes went out of town, 30 of us would go out to that show. You know, I remember times when Strength for a Reason would go out. We would all go to Scranton mm-hmm. and go up, like, 10 cars deep, you know, like, for a Strength. And, it, it, you know, back then I think it was cool because when Crutch played, all the bands tried you know, Crush tried to throw them on it too, or, you know, Fruits to Life when they played, you know what I mean? Like, everybody would go out because he would bring out the PA bands if he had a show in PA. So, you know, I like the scene back. I like the scene now. It's just, you know, the younger yeah. dudes have a different thing. like Different mentality, man. Yeah, like... Yo, people, uh, <clears throat> young younger guys into hardcore now are, like, also mainstream, like, uh, connoisseurs. They love mainstream pop music. It's kind of yeah. weird, like... Back in the day, like somebody in hardcore would never like mainstream pop stuff. At that Certainly point. wouldn't admit it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, I was talking about this on Sunday. There's, there's talk of, I don't know if I'm even supposed to talk about this. If I, if I'm not, then we could bleep this out. But there's talk of like safe zones in hardcore. Okay. There's, is that is that like a, a secret, Richie? Like I have no idea. I don't, I don't all know. Alright. Well there's been talk of safe zones at hardcore shows. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Safe zones where people I don't who understand f- what's a safe zone. It's a safe zone, bro. If you don't feel safe, oh, get the you fuck go out of here. to the safe zone. Man, get the fuck out and of here. you can speak to a counselor or a get the fuck out of here. You know, uh, go punch somebody in the face. There's the safe zone. Get it off your chest. Well, this is like a real thing that people are talking about or saying this should exist at least or whatever. So this that's my point is like the the danger of a hardcore show was what made me want to keep going to hardcore shows like the 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 little the the undertone of fear, the undertone of like, oh, shit, this is. This is scary. This is dangerous. But let's say your your fear is that you're a female, and oh. your safe zone is from getting like molested. That's a different kind of different. Yeah, it's very different. So I don't know if that's a legitimate problem, an issue, and something. You know, if it is, then good for the safe zone. I don't know. All right. Because I mean, we hung out with girls all the time, and we never. But but let's be them honest. Them bitches would molested me. You know, let's, let's be, be honest. honest over here. Let's be honest. Hardcore has always <laughs> been a community, right? Right. Everybody always stick together. I remember back in the day, if we seen a kid wearing a hardcore shirt getting picked on, no matter, like Derek and all them and all the younger dudes, when we go out graffiti, they'd be skateboarding, doing whatever. If we seen a kid with a hardcore shirt getting picked on at, say, like the mall or like downtown around the square or something, you'd be like, yo, you all right, man? What's up? You know what I mean? Unless he was like a nerd with yeah. the shirt. Kind of be like, but nah. still, if I seen a... Uh, a regular hardcore dude getting beat up like how Eduardo and them did for me when I first came up up here to school. I started going to shows. They barely knew me and uh, uh, B-Lo's little brother. You know what I mean? Eduardo. Yeah, he looked out for me and the whole school fucking hated me. You know, if I get into a scrap, they'd be there in a second. You know, and they barely knew me. So safe zone, I don't understand it. Like, yo, if a girl's getting bothered, if you're getting sexually harassed, tell somebody. 
If you at uh, this is hardcore, tell Joe hardcore. Maybe that's what the safe zone is. If if, if you at tsunami, tell 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 the people at the bar. Tell yeah. tell the local guys. So that maybe you know because maybe the, ultimately maybe the safe zone is the place to do that. Ultimately, what happened yeah, in my life? You need a fucking safe zone. Like there's gonna be people sitting there. I don't know. I don't know but man. what ultimately you happened to you, over, to man. me, to you? Okay, the safe zone is the show. That is the yeah, safe zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're going there because that's the place that you feel comfortable. If you're going there and you feel uncomfortable, then fucking stop going there. Right, and don't be. This is what make me mad. This it's it's not it's not point, Red point. Robin, it's not Starbucks, it's not Walmart. You know what I mean? Like if you go to Walmart and you're like, man, every time I go in Walmart, the uh, the the staff of Walmart is harassing me. Yeah. Then you go tell somebody at Walmart and they'll do something about it. But the hardcore show is a scene. It's not a uh it's not a, a corporate entity. It's a scene. Right. And but maybe it, the people that are in charge of some of these uh events, they want these safe zones, I guess you would call it, because they want to make sure and ensure that all of the participants not that I know of, but all the participants are comfortable. I, I'm not. They, I when I said it, like, what if? For, I'm not saying it's just for girls. I was just giving Joe an alternative. No, you're right, and you know, and that this is the thing. Dudes that do it. This is the know. thing. If my, if my son was going, wanted to go to a hardcore show without me, then okay, you just tell him to bring. And I and I and, and something happened to my Brass son at a hardcore it's show. Baby steps. Baby okay, steps. let's say something happened. Mm-hmm. I would feel fucking terrible that I wasn't there. I would feel angry that. Why didn't anybody jump in? Why wasn't anybody looking out for him? Where were your friends? How come you? What did you? Yeah, you know what I mean? There would be too. a million questions. Yeah. And in that instance, I would be like, "Damn, why didn't you run to a safe zone?" <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm just saying I can understand I why someone era. might feel that way. I know it's a new era, but here's the thing with hardcore: I don't care if you in Oklahoma City, freaking Muncie, Indiana, wherever you at, and you going to the show. This Is guy's no, well traveled. There's going to be the group of people that let I'm not gonna just say run the whole scene, but you know, they're the big presence of that scene. Every scene from here to fucking LA to Bangkok to Berlin to everywhere got key people in the scene. It's all the same dude, it's me. Now, if you go up to that dude and say, Yo, this dude is is Stop banging the table, will you? He grabbed my titties or something, you know what I mean? You know, like I'm, I'm not politically correct. So if you don't like me, <laughs> no, I'm just picturing you going up to but, this guy and be like, "Hey, nah, but if, if I'm yo, sitting outside, friend, of show, this dude, guy just grabbed my titties." Yeah, yo, dude, if I'm sitting outside a show and some girl that I never seen before comes up and says, "Yo, can you help me?" There's some dude he keeps grabbing on me. I'm who you can know what you yeah, got to do. The yeah, fuck is you doing? You for sure, you for sure. That. You know what I mean? Like, and remember back when we were in the scene, I could remember there was about four girls that danced. Now. These girls, there's girls dancing at every show. Not knocking them, but you're wearing booty shorts and little itty bitty wife beaters. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, things can pop out. So if somebody's just putting their hands up because you're jumping off the stage doing a spin kick. Well, I don't think there's any issues of that. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because anytime there's a lot of people that cry wolf. You know, but a legitimate thing, yeah, they should I, have somebody to talk to, but I don't see why you need to label it a safe space. You go up to whoever it is, and if they don't, 
They a piece of shit and they a pussy too. I could no. be wrong about this, but I think that girls who who mosh hard and dance and they're probably di- not stage dive. They're not the ones crying for, for a safe zone because those are those are the type like of girls that. that'll punch you in Dude, the face. I've seen some of them girls. I think they can fuck me up. I think I'd hit them with yeah. brass knuckles. But <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. Well, this is the thing when it comes to the potential of of something like that happening. You put five girls. In the same situation, you have five different outcomes. So, let's say a girl's alone with Ray. Just as hypothetical. That would be and Ray starts moving up on her, trying to kiss her. He, he's a big. He loves kissing girls, Ray. He's trying Shut to kiss her. <laughs> Girl one could just laugh and say, "Oh, just stop, please." Girl two never say stop. Could kiss him even though she doesn't want to. They girl want three to. could smack him in the face and walk out. I'll body slam her. Girl four could <laughs> n- politely turn them down. Never And happened. girl five might actually want to. They all want me. But we're acting like every girl is going to be in this situation and they're going to not be able to handle it. And well, I'm pl- I know plenty. Like the, the females I know aren't going to kiss guys they don't want to kiss. Now, if the guy gets physical, that's a different story. But th- we're to the point now where... Just like a guy making a movement in advance is really scary to some people. Yeah, and that's a new thing. Yeah, like Actually. a quick. Yeah, like a quick move. Like you know what I mean, or yeah, something like, that makes you flinch. Like listen, if if let's say you want the guy to kiss you and he leans in and does, okay. Let's say you don't and he leans. In. Now it's up to you. You're an adult. Do you kiss him back? Do you stop? You don't want to do it. It's up to you. But now it's a thing like because the guy even did it and you didn't want to and he wasn't aware. It's uh, you know it's a touchy here's, subject. Here, here's my advice for any woman that's in a situation with a persuasive guy. Instagram live that shit instantly. <laughs> Just hit live on your phone. Go live. Everybody well, gonna see him being an ass. No, nah, not really. And Instagram doesn't go away. Like you just shut it off on live. That thing. Like if live, me, man. if me and Joe were to people gonna see it and it's gonna get spread. We're gonna, the internet is a monster, dude. The internet. Yeah, I like know. that, right? That's we, good advice. I like that. But yeah, but that's not feasible. Let's say me and you want to throw Ray a beating in the corner. You think he's going to be able to turn Instagram yeah, live on? Yeah, because my phone's always no. right here. By the time you... I would have seen the move. If you <laughs> and Jolton Big Ass is standing too close to me, and I know... It's You're going to be choking on your teeth dude, before you I'm can get your thumb up. I'm a man of feelings. I go by people's aura, man. You know how many times I knew, like, all right, I'm about to get fucked up. That's because everybody wants a piece of you. Yeah, a lot of people do. And it does happen. But you're gonna, you feel the aura. Like, right now, if, if a random guy on the street... If I know, all right, I feel that aura coming, like if we're talking and he's like, oh, I don't fucking like you. You turn to the side, you get yourself ready. Yeah, you, you say, yo, give you me a minute, I'm going to Instagram. On, but if you a girl and it's a man and girl situation, all right, we sitting in the back room, we on the couch, blah, blah, blah. And Just the, put live on immediately. Uh, no, nah, not Just immediately. Put it on. But your phone going to be in your hand or your pocket. And if you're saying, no, no, reach in that pocket, no, no, just start looking down. <laughs> Get that Instagram live going. It sounds girl. ridiculous. Uh, no, nah, I know. I'm just talking shit. I like no. the I like the idea of it. I don't know if how practical it is, but I do like the no, idea no, of like at the end of the day. Because you're saying the hardcore scenes like prison, man. If you're a rapist or a pedophile or anything like that, you're gonna get fucked up. If you're a skinhead, you're gonna get fucked up. So tell the whole world. You're talking about accountability. Yeah, is what you're talking yeah, about. Basically. And I I agree with so you. So are that. you guys saying? I don't know. I you're guess against these potential safe spaces. Safe space as long as it's a hardcore person. I think would be cool as hell. You know, well, I would think it would, of course it would be, right? I mean, if See, I don't know. Like, how you know one of these freaking, uh, 
you know. Okay, so you I like don't know, I'm not going to go too far because we on a good show and I don't want to ruin views, you know what I'm saying? But you a get the wrong show. person. Yeah, I'm on a good Say show. Say whatever you want. Nah, what don't, you, I, you See, don't want me saying whatever here, I want. Here's, here's the thing. There's, I, I'm not. No, want. feminists will come to kill me. Yeah, Fuck like, that. Yeah, this come is on. a new thing. I'm not like, I, I wouldn't say I'm like for or against, but I will say that there's. It seems you're surprised by the idea. I'm surprised by the idea for sure. And there's value in being in being afraid at times there's some, there's lessons that you can for learn for for females and males there's cool. lessons that can be learned from confronting your fears and and dealing with it and learning learning how to how to uh overcome it. See, it there's shows. lessons and if you if you always have for lack of a better term if you always have a, a mommy and daddy mm. to run to mm. that that make everything okay for you it's not a realistic way to to move on in your life. No, you know what I'm saying. And I think that's why, like, in our generation of shows, I feel like everybody was at that show had one thing in common: their home life was kind of fucked up for some sort of reason or the other. Hardcore, yeah, I know other kids was involved in it, but majority of the kids were were either had a fucked up home life, oh. fucked up friendship circle, they were out on the street, you know. <laughs> And the most you had to worry about was a fist fight <clears throat> or getting your ass jumped. And unless something really happened in the scene, it's just crazy to think like rape is a possibility at hardcore because hardcore has always been against, you know, certain things. You know what I mean? Like hardcore taught me, you know, like certain to man up in certain situations, be uh, accountable for my actions, to be like a dude. Well, I that, know you're not really up to date on like a lot of the current events, but a lot of stuff went down yeah, recently, right? But yo, if you are a fucking rapist and you're at a hardcore show, the scene needs to whoop your motherfucking ass every time somebody sees you. Period. Rapists should get their ass whooped just on GP. Yes, but like, hey, good morning. Oh, you got a rape charge? Bong, hold that. You know what I mean? Like. But you have to know first, so I guess that's where the safe space comes. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm for. I'm for whatever. It's a new world, man. Come on, you got fucking guys wearing yeast infection jeans out there like Luke, man, walking around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the are you talking about? The, the nuts sticking in the ass crack because them jeans are so tight. Like get the fuck out of no, here. No, it's man. like you were saying before yeah. about YouTube. All right, mm -hmm. you, it's a new world. You yeah. got to adapt to it. it. So. Kids are if more this is this now. this I'm not saying this isn't a viable thing. I'm just saying it's surprising to me, and I don't know if well, listen, ladies. I would be as as strong of a person as I am now if I didn't have to deal right. if I didn't have to deal with and and face head on certain adversities in my life. Okay, mm. now if if you're really getting fucking molested and raped all yeah, the time that's, that's fucking horrible yeah. and i pray to god that you can find a safe space somewhere that's yeah. absolutely uh, tragic talk. if any of y'all but if you're at a show that, if you're at a hardcore show and someone dances too hard into you and you have to go to a safe space for that you're or if you just are intimidated by someone that looks scary Who's standing near yeah, you, yeah, and like you, me, for example. and you're just paranoid, and you have to go run to a place. You might want to consider an, another option, dude. Dealing with it head on because well, it's Ray, gonna it's gonna make you a stronger well, person. I, I think. When you start hanging out with us, how old were you? 
When did I get out of juvie? What, 12, right? No, I'm trying to think. I got out of juvie. I was 13. Okay, so the first Jeff time. Jeff brought me around after I came home. The first time me and Joe held you down and raped you to rape you in, what <laughs> did you think? I mean, was it a, a trying time? Or right now, it's like a. No, actually, I'll be honest, though. I'm going to be honest, man. Hardcore was, is so important to me because without hardcore, I don't think I would have had that, uh, that man up. Uh, the man up mentality and what I mean I'm trying to see I know how to say it in slang words I just don't have to say slang. it in like proper English but like hardcore taught me how to like alright I remember when I first met you guys I got into a fight Rat Boy and Walt brought me back to the trunk like yo why'd you guys beat that kid up the kid owed me like $10 from like 9 months ago before I went to jail and I seen him at the show it's hard Bronx and, tail shit right there and uh, yeah, me and Jeff Frazier, we were trying to jump the kid. Jeff was trying to hit him in the head with a skateboard. Shout out to Jeff. Always held me down. Give him the $10. <laughs> Give him the fucking $10. I'm going to break my $45 skateboard to get that $10. Nah, I was going to hit him with the truck. Bust his fucking melon. But anyway, <laughs> like, and I remember from that time and meeting you guys, I remember I had problems in the scene, and Richie was a big advocator. Like, fuck that guy, then go fight him. Like, it ain't no jumping. It ain't no, you, you're going to fight. Like, other people I have problems with, I ain't going to say names because we're all friends now. We're older. We're... Well, let's say it. No, nah, I'm not going to go through all that, man. You know, guys are fucking pussies nowadays, man. They get mad about little shit like that. See, if you were my ass, we're just never going to be friends again. So if you're friends with me and we got in a fight, you're stupid. Because if you would have beat me up, we would have never been friends ever. I'm sorry. I hold grudges. There's people from third grade I want to punch in the face. <laughs> Straight up. I can remember getting picked on up to... Eighth grade, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went through the changes like everybody, but my changes brought me to hardcore. And all the dudes, without naming every single person, but everybody knows who was around from 14, you know what I mean? All them dudes were like stand-up fucking dudes. Like, they will fight a fair one. They'll jump dudes. They'll do whatever has to be done. And to me, that was instilling things that I'm still carried to this day. Hardcore now seems a lot more bitchier. You know what I mean? Like, like... Come on, dudes, like, oh, you, he hit me too hard dancing. Look, I don't like that crowd killing shit. So I don't stand around the crowd, to be honest, because you run up and punch me in my face three times, we fighting. We gonna fuck this show up, you know what I mean? So I don't go there. And I'm not fucking 20. You kick me in my face, I'm probably gonna be hurt. But our like, kids really saying he hit me too hard? Is that like a legitimate thing going on now? I have seen it. I have seen it, dude. It is Since odd. Back. It's really odd that you would stand Somewhere but here's the thing that you also, know. I think for the most in the danger like zone the tour, part of like sports. Like the tour I went on with you guys recently with Trapped Under Ice, No Warning. Dude, uh, first time seeing No Warning. Kids were going absolutely nuts. You know, and it was cool as shit because, you know, everybody was looking. I love seeing shows where people go, like, this is hardcore. I never seen, you know, I seen a couple little fisticuffs. Mostly drunk people, though, you know. But I love seeing when kids just diving off the crowd, dancing hard, going crazy, people getting bloody noses. It's fucking awesome. Like, this is the scene. This is what everybody loves. And nobody's doing it to be a dick. Everybody, if, if you fell back in the day, I can remember numerous times, the whole dance floor would stop. You know what I mean? If 
God forbid one of the Nana Coke dudes like ran into like Big Carl when he danced. Do y'all remember when Big Carl used to dance? He was I used a, a to record run. machine. Man. I used to straight up fucking run when Big Carl was coming towards like that <laughs> side. I remember one time I did it to Erica. Remember Erica? Yeah. Erica was standing behind me blocking, like embracing for Big Carl. I didn't know it was Erica. I moved, motherfucker. You should have moved quick. I seen that big motherfucker coming. I was gone. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Same thing with Stickman. Love Fury of Five. Never would sit in the front row. Oh, Stickman. Win, windmill, forget row. it, man. Never. I sat in the front row one time for Stickman, and I had a welt, welt. I went to school and they asked me, did my mom beat me? Keith James will remember that. Because I was going to night school after I got kicked out of school. Keith James brought me to night school. I, I said it before on this podcast. Shout out to Keith James. Keith James the best. Keith James is the man. If you need to do business and accounting or anything like that, hit up Keith. You want to tell you what happened? No. Uh -huh. I finally paid off of my uh, debt to the uh, IRS. Uh, oh, so salute. That That's awesome. Thanks to Keith James. I was close on many occasions to getting locked down yeah he kept me out next thing i know this tax return came they almost always keep my entire uh refund i get a letter back says we owe you 200 dollars out of the whole thing i was like you know keith james turned I me said, on to a life of crime too. so does that mean that it's paid off i hit up keith he gave me some kind of password well, I gave him some kind of password. He checked it out. He said, you paid off. Everything's done. Nice. See, That's I'm not going to say the name, but I'm going to give you all a cool little story, though. We're not going to say names, though. But he knows who it is, and you guys are going to know who it is. I think you got a part of it, too. Our boy, back in the day, used to work at a clothing store. Real nice clothing store. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of clothes? Mm, I don't know if I Popular can say. Popular clothes because, at the time. Uh, Tommy Hilfiger but um, at the time that was the yeah hot, at the time the I remember shit, school yo. shopping came but well, I was in high school so I never really got that high school junior high school experience like I said shout out to Keith James I would have never went I would have never finished school if it wasn't for him he used to pick me up make me go but uh, yeah I remember going into a store and that's how hardcore kids was it was like yo if I work there come in and boost yep like I would <laughs> boost the mother load I remember going to, back to the hood. Yo, I go we right, had all fresh gear. I, I go, I'd go right back to the basketball court, right to the hood. to You know, because where I live, everybody's either from New York or Jersey, period. And I'll go right to the basketball court with like 10 Tommy Hill figure jackets, all types of crazy. <laughs> and they'd be like, yo, what you want for it? I'd be like, give me 70, son. I'd walk off with like 500. Mm -hmm. And you know, at like 15, going to shows, like back then, that's why I say my greatest years was 13 to when did I go down south? 17, 18? Those years were like the greatest year. Like Oh, we just did whatever we wanted. Yeah, every and, day. and yo, you know what? We was around for legendary times, like CBGB Sunday shows. Like I remember the first time I went down there and I told my mom, like, Mom, I'm going to CBGB's. Oh, that's where all the junkies go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, like yes, yes. it was right. dope. It was that's dope right, though. Mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like the pipeline. Remember the fucking pipeline? Uh, that was, that was dope. Dirty where, place, where man. Where Carl <laughs> would bring six guns just to go to the fucking show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember two shows where somebody parked in front of the club and their car was gone. Twice yeah. that happened at the pipeline where somebody, somebody came running in. Too. Oh, somebody took my car. No, come. one band that dude, they shot the dude in the ass when he was unloading his stuff. Oh, I think against God. the grain. I don't think I was there. That was right at. That was. I remember the guys from against the grain. I think that was it. They that shot was him uh, right around like the. Remember that movie New Jersey Drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like yeah, right yeah, around that era. Yeah. Yo, I, not to bring up a punk name, but 
I can remember going to see uh, to to bitch the life house when we used to hang out all the time and in Patterson. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, but somebody got into it on the corner, and and they all knew Rick. But you can never leave nothing in your car in Patterson. Patterson was like a fucking yeah hellhole. I remember going to the corner store, and it was like six junkies just like dope leaning, sort of like what Philly looked like now. I remember we no got offense, we, uh, we woke up and. And we went out to Rick's van and it was robbed. So uh, we start, he's going crazy. A lot of merchandise was gone. We start driving away. <laughs> it was young brothers riding bikes around with 25 to life hoodies. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Everywhere. Like, the whole, that's awesome, That's man. hilarious. The whole neighborhood had it, yeah. But a thief gets thiefed. You know, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I remember everything was all good. And I remember, dude, I used to like love that dude. He was like a... Uh, a hardcore hero at one time. Nobody can tell me. Nobody can. He fucked it all up. You know, it's like a big dope dealer. I know a lot of big time dope dealers that ratted. All the cool shit they ever did was gone because they ratted. Right, same thing with him. All the dope shit he did, he killed it. He killed no, his we, legend. We, we had a lot of fun with Dude, it. Dude, yeah. We, at that time, I'm not going to deny like the friendship, the love, the loyalty that was with the dude at that time. There was some great time, but it's still... It got wiped away when he did all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at that time, come on, dude. I remember my mom was so proud. She met Jotham. She met you. She met a couple other dudes. And she's like, oh, my son didn't change his life. And then Rick got stuck in a snowstorm. And was like, I was like, oh, crashing my crib. I really, the only reason I wanted him to crash in my crib because I was in love with his fucking girl. I wanted to see, oh, Anthony's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be on my peeping tomb shit, though. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, yeah, crashing my crib. And I'll never forget, you know my pops. My pops, old school Vietnam vet. Like, he's 82. He was around for the Cold War, grew up, Great Depression, the whole nine. And he seen Rick. And all he said, never never in a million years, to this day, if I introduce him to a female, he'd just be like, hey, that's it. He don't talk to you until, you know, he get to know you. He seen Rick and was straight up like, what the fuck? Because all he seen <laughs> was dreadlocks and like 15 piercings and tattoos. And my dad was like, what, are you fucking biking now? Or, you know, I forget what he said, but it was good times, man. Good times. No, we had good times back then. Any more questions we got from got a lot. You want me to do another one? You got some, Joe. That was a good one, man. That was a good rant. Oh, let me give a, a shout-out to Hellhammer77, my trucking brother. If you're listening, man, keep it shiny side up, baby. Good looking on reaching out, man. We got to link up soon. I think he's uh, buying his own truck. So if you bought that truck, let me hold something. Say some uh, some trucker slang to him. Ten four. I don't know. You put me on the spot. Weak. Weak. I did. I said keep a shiny side up, man. That means don't wreck. All right. You got one or you want me to do one? Go ahead. You got one lined up? Yeah, I got a few here. This is a real quick one we could go. Why don't y'all do a full U.S. tour? (laughs) Drop the bag. Give us the money. (laughs) Well, again, we no, don't, it's hard, we don't play unless we're asked. Nobody ever asks us to do one. And, uh, you know, we do the spots we could do. You know? U.S. tours are, are difficult. And that was very drug FRXX that asked that. Yeah, it's very. Uh, not Yo, a lot of people Any of y'all really US love tours, me right? and want me to do a world tour, <laughs> just uh, send me the Spoken money for word. the flight. Right. Spoken send word. Send me the motherfucking flight. I'm going to come sleep at your crib, eat your food, hit your girl, all that. <laughs> so 
Send that bag. I need that money. And we all got full-time <laughs> jobs. Maybe some don't realize that. We all got Shit, full-time jobs. I won't jobs. have a job. Let me travel. Maybe I'll write Yo, write I'm surprised book. that people that I, people have said to me over the years, like, they're surprised that I work, that I have, like, a job. Mm. Like, they think <laughs> they think I'm, like, a full-time musician. Yeah, the rock star I'm shit. I'm like, wow. No, man. You're just looking at my highlight reel. Instagram, listen, people. Instagram and Facebook is a highlight reel. That's what it is. It's a highlight <laughs> reel. You don't put your you don't put your failures and your tragedies on it. Well, some no, people do. You know but what though? I mean, Instagram is a highlight reel. So when you see people that are killing it everywhere and it just looks like just nonstop killing it and crushing life everywhere. No, it's a highlight reel, okay? So I'm not gonna show you me uh struggling and right. you know what I mean? Like all the horrible shit. I want I want people to feel good when they look at, at you know at my, my shit. Instagram so. is straight offensively funny. I don't <laughs> give a shit what anybody says. I lose a lot of followers. I'm down like I think I lost like a hundred after oh, I put up man. the last uh thing. You're like a, a gambler, like a compulsive gambler with the Instagram. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But you know what? We got to give props to the bands that do it full time. Oh, for sure. Because one thing. Yeah, I need a job. I can drive that tour bus. Holla at me. Hit Richie or Joe, man. Fuck this truck and shit. I one thing we tour. never had. We we didn't. It take. We weren't brave enough. Like let's be honest. No, oh, yeah. We weren't brave enough to just drop everything and commit. And uh, so we do what we do, how we can do it. But that, let's that, be that's honest. In our best though. interest, you know. If. A label did come, or opportunity did arise. Yeah, but other where, people did that without without that. Yeah, yeah. You know, what because I'm saying? at that time, you know, some of y'all got more responsibilities than others, and you yeah. know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I think like, but even when we didn't, yeah, we still did. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. See, listen. Let me ask. I'm going to do a question now okay. because this ties in really okay. nicely with that. Uh, this is going to. Not to, not to. Oh, I'm gonna piggyback on whoever that was. Who was that drug? Drug FRXX. Okay, so we're gonna piggyback on your question, drug FRXX, and this oh, is a drug question. Free straight edge. All right. I this is uh, Mama Tour 13. Shout out to Victoria D'Alessandro. How you doing, baby? What up, Vicky? Not related to uh, hey, cheese sticks. How you doing? You not get over here, to yo. Cheese sticks. So she says, "What's one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you were lo- younger?" And do you think that would have changed the way your life went down? And she also uh, said, and fuck yes, Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Ray what up, Vicky? Down, Jump in that DM, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. Well, you hear how his voice changed? It got all smooth. <laughs> What's up, Vicky? Yo, I'm a monster when I pick up. Girls love me, dude. I got that person. For a little while. Then you get all nice. Yo, I'm like the dude from Californication, V. Like, straight up. Okay, got shit going. So, to piggyback on that. Oh, the question, though. Mm-hmm. One thing I know now that I wish I knew when I was younger was that you get out what you put in. And that goes with everything in life. That goes with everything. You, The harder you hustle, the more results you get. And I would say in relation to, to our music that we've made, we've been working together for a long time, been friends for a long time. We never fully, fully, fully committed our our lives to this. And that's not a bad thing. 
because you know I have no, a lot of still have a nice things thing, to be thankful for, and I have a I have a good scene. life. I think y'all committed y'all lives to the scene, but you also progressed outside of the scene. But we're double, di- we're it. double dipping, right? We're regardless, double dipping. When we're all fucking dead. We going everybody in this scene of ours from from people that didn't even do a zine or a promoter or nothing, dude. Just being a part of this thing with the scene, we it's gonna go on forever. Hardcore, I believe, will be around forever. You're right, and I'm glad. I'm happy that my name will be attached to it. Right. You know what I mean? I'm Some glad that everything that we've yeah. done together. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of the well, the music bands, we've made and the shows on. we played and the yeah. you know the, the the places we've been. I love all of it. But the the thing that I didn't realize, and it definitely would have affected the way my life is now. I would be a, a lot different landscape. But if I was 17. And I knew what I know now. I probably would have been like, yeah, let's go. Let's hit the road. Mm, yep. Fuck my job. Fuck everything. Let's just go. You know what I mean? But that would probably mean I don't have my son. It would probably mean a, a lot of things. You know what I mean? Or it might mean your son is uh, on the level of a Saudi prince. Yeah. It could be that. You know, yeah. I don't a celebrity know. Celebrity child. Could be a lot of things. But um, yeah, that, that that's one thing that I, if I knew. And shout out to all the guys that live on the road. I'm not going to mention everybody that got kids and. Yeah. Still Yo, listen it and make time. Shout out to y'all because that ain't that's fucking hard. Dude. Shout out to Hoy Rock. Yeah. Shout Freddy. out to Freddie. Yeah. Some I heard Freddie say. He said, Shout out to Armand. Hardcore Shout out to is Pete Lou. The working class music because even the guys that are in the bands are working class. Yeah. There's no multi millionaire rock star hardcore dude. They're guys that make a living off their music, and that's great. But like you said, so it's a word. Yeah, the blue music. collar rich. The yeah. blue collar, and I mean, at the end of the day, that's all we we're shooting for jobs. Yeah. And you're trying to pay your bills. You're trying to keep your head above water. No. Blah blah blah. But if I didn't have to work my job and I could just do this, wow, well, I'd be much much happier, dude. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that's one thing. And uh, you said, well, how would it change your life? Yeah, I think that answers that too. I would say one thing. If I knew, I didn't know then, it's it's possible. Just those words, it's possible. Whatever you're trying to do, when you're younger, you might think, ah, that's not possible. I live here. That only happens out there, something like that. No, it's possible, man. You got to make it happen. You got to hustle, but it's possible. Make a move. I should have went to Hollywood, been a movie star. You know what I'm saying? Come on, look at me, it's Ray. It's possible. Shit. It's possible. Ray would have been hanging my poster in his room. Man. Yo, listen, let me tell you about something that's possible. I did a 5K race on Sunday, okay? And I've been running for a little while. No, 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 no. Not yet, right? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I ran three feet into the house to do this. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Anthony did the 5K with me. Anthony's the tone. Now, the most. You did 5K? The most we ever ran before, I I have run six miles. Okay, that's my that's my my longest uh, run I ever did. Six that's miles, good, man. which is pretty good. Yeah. And I'm not fast, but I keep a steady pace, and I, I ran I had six a feeling miles. You weren't okay? too fast. Definitely not too fast. <laughs> I could sprint though. You see me sprint. Oh, I'm all right fast. at sprints. Yeah, you're first to head, baby. So, okay, so I've run with Anthony. I've run two miles before, and that was Anthony would stop and walk when he gets tired, and then he would pick it back up again. And you didn't hit him. And I would say, come on, buddy, you know, just trying to encourage him, trying to trying to keep it going. So up until Sunday, the most Anthony ever ran was two miles. Hold on a second. Ray's trying to get me to do this. Uh, how do I do this, Ray? 
I never did this before. Just go to Instagram Live. Okay, boom. I hit the camera Andrew, button. You'll film, you'll film live. Uh, boom. Trying to get this promotion up, man. Matter of fact, doing this intermission, man. Get your friends to follow the damn thing. Start sharing this podcast, man. I don't see enough shares on the in- internet. If y'all fuck with us, y'all listen to us, start sharing this, man. Because they need to get this money up for me to start doing all these episodes. Because I ain't free and I ain't cheap, baby. Okay, here we go. We're live. Cost money and food cost money. Nice, Ray. <laughs> That's a good commercial, right? <laughs> Thank you. Save uh, that. Use that as your infomercial. Okay. No, you don't have to change it. Just, just film us. No, go film yourself. Let me see here. Boom. Okay, there you go. We're live. All right, so up until Sunday, the most Anthony ever ran was two miles in a row. Mm -hmm. A 5K is 3.107 miles, okay? And I said on the way to the race, I said, you know why we're running this race? And Anthony said, yes, because we can run. Wow. That's deep. And I said, that's right, because we can run. And there's people out there who can't run. There's people out there who are sick, people out there who are, you know, disabled, out of shape, shape. whatever the reason is. There's people out there who can't do it, and we can do it, so we have to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're doing it for people who can't do it. So I said, said, whatever happens, I said, we can't stop. Like, it's going to get hard. You know what I mean? I did, like, the little coach speech. I said, it's going to get hard. Did you hit him? But we can't stop. And then I hit him so hard in the head. No, no but knock him said, the fuck out. And I said, you can't stop. You know what I mean? And I was like, just trying to like give him a little pep talk. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. So we start running this race. He was never for one second even standing next to me. He was in front of me the whole time. And one, baby. I didn't stop running. And Anthony did not stop running. He was in front of me the whole time. He ran 3.107 miles, 30 seconds faster than I did. And I've been trying to, I've been training for this thing for like a year and a half now. And he did it in 30 seconds faster than I did without stopping. And then when we got, I got through the finish line and I ran up to him and he was like sitting on this, this retaining wall, like just breathing heavy. And I said, I was like, yo, you all right, man? How do you feel? You know? And he's like, this is the coolest day of my life. Yeah. He said, that's the best thing I ever did. And I said, you're the best thing I ever did. So you did uh, that's what's up. You did it for the people who can't run. Did you do it for the lazy jerk-offs like Ray who just won't run? I did. I did I it for Ray. run. Put them red and blue lights on. I'm out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for Ray. That was for you, right. Ray. I dedicated that question. race to Ray. Do another quick. We got so many, and of course Damn, we, we only got to like three answer questions. The fucking question. Fuck y'all. All right, listen. I ain't learned shit. What are some <laughs> turn offs and turn ons when it comes to girls? Joe's married. I don't know if he can say anything. Joe's not allowed to answer these questions. What are some turn offs? So, let me answer. <laughs> and turn ons when it comes to girls from V Target. Turn offs and turn on. Ray, what are some turn offs? First off, was that a female that left that message? I don't know. It said V Target. Anytime you leave a message like that, uh, just answer the question. All right, don't give me a question. You think it's a setup? I know Ray's. I know the way Ray thinks. He thinks it's a setup. Who's really asking this? Then don't answer if you don't Uh, want to. I don't give a fuck. All right, then answer. What's the to me the most pretty thing ever? Turn on you mean for a girl is is eyes. Oh yeah. Okay. So you like eyes? What kind of eyes? Blue, green, just nice, black, pretty looking eyes. Pretty eyes. Chinese eyes. Big round uh, Irish eyes. What do you like? 
It's just nice eyes. They're all, you know, they could look nice in many races, but so eyes are the, are the the window to the soul. Oh, okay. You want the relationship answer or turn the smash on, answer? A turn on. What's a turn on for, for you? Fat ass. Big fat ass. There it is. Straight up. Nice ass. I mean, but relationship wise. Straight up. Okay, check it out. Big big behind, but no boobs. It's all good? Like what's no boobs? No, like, like, like handful like, or mouthful? Like Anthony's. Anthony, shut up, man. Anthony punch him in the face. 12 year old boy boobs. I don't want no boy boobs. <laughs> but no. Nah, um see let me let me get the uh, people don't understand the fat ass, man. First off. What do you mean they don't understand? Everybody they don't, they, understand. People don't understand. They just think it's a, he uh, act like it's some new thing. He invented it. No, 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 no. But a lot of people get it misconstrued when you say, "Oh, shorty got a fatty." <laughs> we ain't talking about like just some big old wide shaking in the wind ass. You Explain know yourself. It's gotta have some curve to it. You know what I mean? Is yeah, it, sure, sure. I like that Coke bottle with the extended bottom. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> straight up. No, I don't but mind. that's for the sexual turn. Now, as far as a relationship. What do you I mean, mean a relationship? What do you mean? That's not part of the question. Just yeah, you said turn, just on. turn on, turn off. Yeah, so to turn on for a girl that I just want to do more than just bone out would be like, you know, a girl that don't put up with my shit. That would turn me on oh, to a okay, girl. Right. Like a good, educated, you know what I'm saying? Smart person. Call me on my shit. Like, use a dumbass. Don't do that. Like, most girls Confidence. Just be like, yeah, most girls just be like, eh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, see what kind of guy this guy is. Wow. Yo, this is Jack Daniel. You got me drinking this shit. Anthony, look at Phil. He's drunk. That was see this bullshit. That was drunk. real when we started. Disgusting. All right, turn offs. Big feet. <sighs> dumb. Big feet for Ray. Just dumb. And dumb. So dumb. You're like people, a smart man. broad. Yeah. Smart broad with nice eyes for you. And you said a uh, girl with a big ass and small feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top heavy. She might fall over. Pretty good. Pretty so you got to have really good I like balance. The weeble wobbles. What yeah. can I say? I wonder if that. Well, who would that? I wonder if that was a guy or a girl. I don't even know who acts that. To be it better been yeah, a it's girl. a setup, Ray. Probably fucking Luke. It's on live I too. Would say, it's live. I like uh, when it comes a turn on. I would say intelligence. Yeah, right. Intelligence. And, he uh, likes the blondes with the big boobs. And, <laughs> intelligence and. Uh, you know what's kind of a turn off if a girl is too much into their nationality. Isn't that kind of like into their nationality? Like if it's yeah. a Puerto Rican girl and she's always talking that she's Puerto Rican. Like, I know you're. I know you're Puerto Rican. Say it once or twice and then keep your mouth Dude, shut. Dude, it don't go like that. Puerto Ricans love their heritage. I, I know. know that's kind of like Puerto Rican thongs. They got a flag of Puerto Rico in the thong. Yeah, this is like, a turn off. Or even in, no matter who it is, if it's an Irish broad and she keeps but on I talking fuck like. What with a, y'all roasting pollo and? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. You got a question? You want me to do another one? Go ahead. You got one. I yeah, gotta go, yeah. I gotta turn off live yeah, turn to off check live. my questions. Just give me a snippet. Okay, let me see how what we fun? got. How many people you got? There? <laughs> I suck at this, Ray. I don't know what to do. It's Hold on. Oh, here we go. Twelve. Twenty-two. You got twenty-two. That's good. Question. That's my first live video. Nah, we need to do them more. Like All right, ready? Here's another question. Here's from Wima. We know Wima. Ah, uh, black clot bombaras. Have you ever cried watching a film? If so, which film? Oh, fuck you, Wema. And is that feminine? Yo, I got I got one. Yes, I have. And the film is called August Rush. And I this heard of is that. absolutely 
I'm I'm not ashamed of this. It's the mo- it's a beautiful movie. Fucking pussy. And uh, yeah, it's a total pussy moment in my life. But well, I, I, I've seen this movie a bunch of times, and every single time it makes me tear up. It's it's like a it's the story of Oliver. You ever hit, read that book, Charles Dickens Oliver? Oh, Oliver North. No, Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Twist. Yeah, the broke kid with no food. <laughs> Oliver North, Oliver the North dealer. You know the book I, Oliver, Oliver North, North and Iran Iran Contra. I got them mixed up. Dope and poor. My okay, bad. so Oliver. It's the story of Oliver, but it's set in New York City, and uh, yeah, he was eating like half a biscuit and soup. Yeah. Know. So Robin Williams is in this movie, and Carrie Fisher, and uh, Jonathan Reese Rice, however you say that, and. Um, it's just a really beautiful tale about a little kid trying to find his family. And it's I love the story. And yes, it makes me tear. It might be feminine, and I don't give a shit. All right. Ray, anything? Yeah, I actually Probably gotta, Boys in the Hood, nah, maybe? No, no, no. I got an actually dope story. <laughs> maybe Baby Boy? And is that the name of that yo, movie? Yo, Banks listened to this, right? Yeah. yeah. Yo, Scotty listened to this. Oh, Scott. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my brother from another mother. But he'll understand this because I think he used to counsel a class like this. I was in ART. It's called Alternative to Violence Program or some shit. Some shit. Anytime you get into a fight or whatever and you get box time, if it's for like an assault, you got to go back to this ART program. It's like a 30-day program. Anger management, right? So I get into to this anger management after this big cutting incident that I didn't do but got locked up for it and you know, while I was in prison. So when I get out, they're like, yo, you got to do ART. I paid off a dude a couple packs of cigarettes to get me in the next program with a hookup with a good dude that does the counseling for it, like Scotty used to do, right? Except this guy was one of these guys that took this shit like 100% serious. And this dude was a gangster. Like, when I mean a gangster, like convicted three times on bodies, like he's going to die in prison, Got you know, I feel for him, but this type of dude, his conviction is making a change with other inmates. This is how serious this dude is, right? His name was uh, Hammer. Fucking, put it this way, dude. Like, I would go and get three homeboys with bangers if I had to go to war with this dude. I wouldn't just go with one banger. Like, I would be like, nah, we all got to stab him. That's how big this dude was, right? So we're doing the program, and I'm like, I'm trying to get away with it because I just paid like four pack cigarettes, three pack cigarettes to get in this course. So I'm just sitting there thinking like, dude, just leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to go through my football pools, you know? Nope. This dude made us take the class serious. Long story short, he brings in a movie, John Q. Now, everybody in this program is murderers, assaults, violence, cutting, stabbings, you know, shit like that. He plays John Q, dude. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. And That's it, another one I heard of. Denzel yo, Washington. It got to the point where Denzel, I'll never forget, dude. He said, my son going to bury me. I'm not going to bury my son. And he cocked the hammer oh my God. to blow his brains out and was like, yo, doc, get my heart. And the heart, the doctor was like, yo, I ain't going to, um, you know, there's no hearts. And he's like, no, I'm going to give you mine. Click, click. And he's like, I'll blow my head off. You take my, dude, right there. The emotion and Denzel, this, he should have won an Oscar for this, not fucking training day. Dude, straight tears. I was, I was embarrassed because I started tearing down, and then I looked at all the other dudes in the room, straight up convicted murderers, all that. Bunch of bitches. Everybody crying, dude. Real talk, real story, dude. 
And I was embarrassed when I started teeing. I'm like, oh man, shit, what the fuck? You John know what I mean? Like, I don't want to watch this shit no more. You know what I mean? But yo, that's love, yo. Like blowing your fucking head off to save your son. Like as fathers, we'd all do but it. Do you know the yeah. the eternal guilt you would give your son in that situation? Yeah, it's rough, but my son, a man, up. he's, he's out. Like, hey, your son will forget in two minutes yeah, after he's, he's like, on the PlayStation. I'm play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget it yeah, in a Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, you said John Q. You said what? I said August Rush. August Rush. I, not, two movies that I, I probably saw, man, but I totally forgot. Man, don't fucking front on here. I know you cried, man. I never even saw it. I'm not sure that I even no, saw it. No, but I'm movies. saying you cried oh, sometimes. Yeah. Star Trek. You probably cried when Sid Vicious died uh, or something. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, Saving Private Ryan made you cry? What a bitch. When he said to his wife, was I a good man? Was I a good man? Remember that at the end? <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. He said to his wife. Yeah, yes, the, the old end. man from the beginning that's oh, at the cemetery. The tombstone? That's, yeah, oh, that was some yeah, fucking that's rough. emotional Now how about... Shit. And that's a real story. How right? about Forrest Gump when he sees who is his kid for the first time? He realizes it's his kid. And, oh, God and he says damn. to Jenny, he's not a retard like me, is he, he Jenny? Said, is he yeah, like, that was emotional. Like me. What was your favorite no, part? No, how about the part How about the part when Jenny rejected him no, I didn't make in that fucking house? My favorite part of Forrest Gump when he whooped the white boy ass at the Black Panther party. That was my favorite <laughs> fucking, give me a bump. Do you see how every time he fought for Jenny, he would throw straight rights, boom. Yeah, oh, yeah. This guy was doom, a monster. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, he was awesome. And then, of course, in Star Trek, when Spock sacrifices his I never own watched Star Trek. to save the Enterprise, and he says, he stands up, he's melting, he's in a, in a room with it's all like radio, radio, radioactive Captain chamber. Captain Kirk just finds out that what he did to save the Enterprise, he comes running down. Spock sees the captain there. He stands up, even though he's so weak, and he straightens out his uniform because the captain's in his presence because that's the kind of guy Spock was. Walks to the glass. He says to the captain, ship out of danger. And then Captain Kirk says, yes, yes. And then he says, why? Spock says, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one some deep shit yeah i never watched that next scene watch you should watch scene, that one for sure next scene what, is that the show or the movie movie next scene is spock's funeral and captain kirk is giving his eulogy you could just go to youtube and kirk's eulogy for spock and he says of all the souls i've encountered in my travels his was the most Human. Yeah. And then I, Kirk broke down and crying. Kirk don't cry. Kirk never cries. I got a question now. Jumping off. That is sick. This question? Who asked Wima. This? And is it feminine? Yes, it is feminine. Is Wima. being feminine a bad thing? No, of course not. Wima fucking cries when Barney's over. But anyway. Wima's an emotional dude. <laughs> but yo, we, when I hear Wima's voice, though, I get happy. Yo, that's my man. I yo. get He got his own podcast. He's doing a podcast. You heard that? Yo, Wima, I don't get a fucking invite. You scumbag. You well, can't wh- fucking just, put me on the show. Just, Fly me the fuck over, huh? Just okay. check out his social media. With a fucking bag. I need the money. This guy, we gave him too much uh, Jack Daniels. Say yours. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, you're too young to be crying at a movie. I have two. I can't really decide between the two. Find a Nemo? Uh, the beginning of Up. Oh, shit. An- <laughs> Another one I got to check out. Which one was Up? Up is absolutely Which one's up? heart-wrenching. It's the one where the old man has a house. And he uh, he puts uh, he he fills like air balloon uh, helium balloons, oh, and, I didn't and see that one. floats his house away. No, I didn't see. It. I'm gonna watch that it's now. It's Pixar, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a Pixar movie. It is. I'm gonna watch that now. The beginning of Up 
is one of the saddest. Wait, they started off fucked up. It starts What's like wrong the first, with these the kid first movie five people? minutes of the movie is absolutely tragic. Is it a kid movie? Yeah. And then uh, my other one would be the boy in the striped pajamas. Oof. Oh, that's the Holocaust one. joint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fucked me up too, Anthony. I watched that. I watched that without my kids. Damn. <laughs> that's a kid movie. No. no. Oh. <laughs> Boy in the Striped Pajamas is a, I think it's a book, right? Yo, you know what movie I think messed it was a me book. up lately? I didn't cry, though. But first, they killed my father about the oh, yeah, the rough, Cambodia, uh, why all the Cambodians These are here. are all new it's movies to me. Oh, don't watch it, dude. That that movie fucked me up, dude. Because, you know, like, you go through Cambodia Town and, and Philly, and, and there's a bunch of states out in America with Cambodia Towns. Dude, to see why all them refugees came... Like and to watch the movie, I didn't know nothing about it till I watched that movie and then straight it up. genocide. Like, man. dude, crazy and like it makes me think when I went up to Burma and they wouldn't let me in that time when I got caught trying to sneak the border and they put the whole AR-15 on me and stuff. When I got, to, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, so I got a, a question of off of that question though. Okay, go ahead. Now, what name one movie that made you just want to get up and? Fuck shit up. Like, just go out and beat the shit out of somebody. Rocky. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky for sure. I mean, dude, I, I kind of get pumped up watching Saving Private Ryan, too. It makes me sad, and it yeah. makes me also, yeah. like, very, like, it motiva- kill a German. <laughs> motivates me. Uh, yeah, that's a that's another one. Yeah. Yo, The Wire, when they killed Bodie. Oh, my dude, God. Dude, I got so mad. I remember. I'll never forget. Oh, dude, my we was God. in the projects watching it through my man Cornbread window. Word to my mother. There was like 15 of us watching it because we was all out on the block getting money. You know what I'm saying? But he had the big screen back then. It wasn't too common to have the big screen. But he had the window where we could watch and his baby moms ain't care. So we used to just watch from like the street. Like basically like sitting right here. That's a pretty funny sight, I think. I know. This dude's hustling on the street oh, watching shit, TV through now? a window. Yo, like 15 of us. Move your like, head. Yo, fiends <laughs> are literally waiting for the commercial break to get what we got. Because oh, nobody's man. like. The Wire was the wire was the hood fucking Oscars the whole time it was on. I'm telling you. Anybody anybody that was in the streets who got a friend that's in the streets listening, ask them when it was The Wire. People ain't give a shit about their money. This was next tail chirp chirp times. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? Since you mentioned Holocaust. But when they killed Bodie's son, I swear to God, dudes that night, I, I can't remember the whole like night, but I know dudes was so mad. That I think I went home. I think I didn't even want money anymore. I was so mad they killed Bodie. But the way Bodie went out when they were coming, like, nah, this is my corner, homie. Bang, bang. Like, what's up? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, not Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a series, The Wire, yeah, man. Yeah, The Wire was official, though, man. Oh, it's one of the best, man. Sopranos. Sopranos with... Richie loved the fucking Sopranos. He probably Sopranos still is still incredible. Sopranos is incredible. They're all good. All that, that section of a few years on HBO was really good, man. Impressive. Yeah. And... and, and setting the pace for what's going on now. Yeah, they changed things. And it's sad they couldn't like, quite keep up with the way it is now. They well, I mean, still, they still got some dope shit. Yo, Game but. of Thrones is probably the biggest. Game of Thrones yo, is huge. Power. Yeah. That's HBO. Power. power is the truth. That's not I still HBO, haven't though. seen Power. Yeah, that's not power. HBO. No, watch it. I've heard about watch it. it. I, I've, you've it. told me to watch it a bunch of times, but I, I think power. Luke watches that. But when you talk about a, a sad Holocaust, remember Life is Beautiful? Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. I've it's read good. a bunch in it's prison, really though. It's like sad. my sister, I think my sister is warped. Like, my sister was like, oh, I know Attica must be rough, so here's all these Holocaust books. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Because I think she She's was like, up. yo, Damn. it could be worse. She wanted you to hear yeah. some true tragedies. Yo, yeah. but I remember reading these books, dude, and I'd get so fucking mad. It's like watching Roots and fuck you to the maker of Roots because Roots got my ass whooped in fifth grade. Just saying. How come? Everybody was black. The teacher put on roots and fucking social studies class. Oh, damn. So you were like the villain of the class. It was like all my friends I played basketball (laughs) and soccer with. Oh, my God. And then like we go to social (sighs) studies and it's like, all right, we're going to watch roots. In the beginning, it was all right. It was a bunch of black people in the jungle chilling and then the white man came. Oh, and that was you, wasn't it? Dude, like I can pinpoint when my best friend, we're friends now still, Anthony Raines could testify to this because he tried to stick up for me in the hallway. It just was too many, dude. Like, as soon as they started whipping the first black dude in chains, they were all like... (laughs) You know what? Another thing... That's your people. And I'm like, nah, nigga, they ain't mine. Like, I don't know them shit. I'm poor as fuck. I would have been in the field with you. Shit. Yo, you know what? Another uh, another, uh, occasion that caused white people a lot of beatings was Rodney King. Yeah. That caused a lot of white beatings out there. Yep. OJ. Do you remember? Uh, you OJ remember? did a big separation too when OJ won. Because I remember I was in, in school. Yeah, but that was more of a celebration. I mean, those two things that was like back to back. It was like it was like back to back racial conflicts. That you know what I mean? Rodney King and and OJ. That was like that was a tough time in America. Yeah, man. they fucked that city up for King though. What's up, Anthony? You got something to say? Better burn out um, than fade away. Mine for what was the question? Like, what yeah, movie made? Pumped up. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yes. Anthony, what do you be watching? Jotham, what you be doing with this kid? Yes, that's a little violent, Joe. Yeah, he's very mature. He's you like very that mature movie, kid. Though, He said, mm-hmm. He likes to carve swastikas so, coming from into the foreheads of son, his pets. It's all right to bust Nazis' heads open with baseball bats. <laughs> Go get busy, America, because that's what we're about over here, baby. Heinrich Stiglitz. Bust they fucking heads open with a bat. All right, check it out. Let me get through the last couple that I got. One that just came up. My question is, is there a band or artist that Wisdom and Chains is polarized by? Doesn't have to be hardcore or even music related. Polarized. That and means that, like some of us love, some of us hate it. That's Rolex D. I would think polarized Pracer. means like stuff, Pacer. right? I don't know. Even to be honest, I don't oh, even know. All what right. First of all, first of <laughs> all, why mathematics can't take fucking days off? We need. Yo, listen. I don't even know if this is gonna come out. To be honest, because I don't know what I'm, I'm seeing. Red dots and everything over here. I don't know what's going on. The first thing we're gonna do is look up the definition Siri, of what polarized. What does polarized mean? I think Joe's doing the same thing. All right, divide. <laughs> no, hold on. This is it. No. Divide or cause to divide into two sharply contrasting groups or sets of opinions or beliefs. Oh, yeah, we got bands. So, so something that we just the disagree Beatles. on completely. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The Beatles, that's a good one because Richie despises the Beatles. I say the Beatles are the blueprint for the future of boy bands and boy band music, and, and I don't like the fact that they came out as a goofy monkeys type of band and then somehow became a legitimate political figure because they grew their hair out. Like, it, it's a joke to me. But other guys in a band love the Beatles. I don't the love Beatles. or hate the Beatles, but there's certain songs of the Beatles that I think are so yeah. dope, man. Maxwell Silver Hammer, that shit is dope. What's the one, Father McKenzie? I don't know. I can't. I can't even take him serious. It's so hard for me to even listen to him. There's it's there's weird, songs yeah. of the Beatles that are just so. Dope. That shit is all trash. 
Yeah, I don't like it. But people love it. I mean, that's probably the biggest band in the world. I don't get it. I don't like it. I think it's basically the earliest version of the Backstreet Boys, but other people love it. There's a there's a rapper that we're polarized uh, that has uh, we're polarized on in, in our Thurston band. Howell the Thurston Third? Howell the Third, who I love. Thurston Howell the Third is dope rapper. I love Thurston but Howell. But not everybody bro. agrees. Basuda, bro. Not everybody <laughs> agrees. Headache oh, rap. It's fun. It's fun. Good music. But I do stand corrected. I didn't get to tell you. I told Richie. Vinny Paz, we all know. We've debated it a lot. I personally wasn't a fan. I even said it on here. How he makes some dope songs. Dare you. But I don't like them. Well, I hit up Richie about what, a week ago? Uh, yep. And I was like, dude, this dude is a fucking monster he is a Yo, monster i literally from here to dallas texas philadelphia pennsylvania to dallas texas listen Perfect to his albums to start. all his albums on everything on fucking itunes i could find i downloaded them all they only get better and better and i listen to them straight there and back that's 50 hours of driving nothing but vinnie pads I'm a fucking fan. Yeah. I'm beyond. Wow. And, and yo, I met That's the dude. That's awesome. I met the dude with Richie at Terra. And before that, I was like, yo, dude's a fucking real cool dude. We drank something, talked something. We all was having a good time. Never disliked him. Never said, oh, he's a bitch. He's this. He's that. Musically, I just wasn't into him. But then listening to the shit he was saying. I think Ray has a bias against white rappers. I think no. you're right. Let's I think go. you're right. Joe Pellegrino, I fucking love him. I think yeah, you're but right. you love him. That's, that's one in 30 years, Ray. That's Come where on, I'm be from. Honest. That's one. Listen, Vinny Paz is. <laughs> no, I think a lot of white rappers is bullshit and gimmicks. Beat wise. Like, you know, like there's certain dudes that just earn their spot. Vinny Paz. He, he used the big words and the underground thing, like the immortal techniques and stuff like that. I'm not into stuff like that. I like that hood shit. That there's all there's shit, a good you know there's a good percentage but of hood I'm gonna style tell you right now, gangster shit. The number out one song people won't agree with me. I know whatever, but the number one song that got me hooked on Vinny Paz was Bad Day. Bad Day. Bad Day. The beat, the hook, the story behind the song, official, dude. Yeah. No, I mean I think he's incredible. That makes me happy to hear you say that. No, no, because, real uh, talk. Because I said on here before I didn't fuck with it. Right. Now I want it to be known. Like, nah, son, even back in my hood, I played a couple songs and dudes like, like the shit over the MOP. What's the name of that song? Warmonger. That beat, that dun, 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 dun. Yo, his beats dun, are. Dun, dun, dun. I was like, yo, this shit made me want to go shoot somebody. I don't know where like, he gets beats from, yeah. but he's. he's A lot he, of that, what's it, Premier? Primo? What's that dude's name? Premier, Premier yeah, Premier. Premier. Gangstar. Yo, that's the album I sent you on Y'all Drive to Chicago. I sent you the DJ Premier and Royster 5 9 new joint, Prime 2. Fire. Anything with Royce the Five Nine is fire. I like to say Hoist the Five Yo, there's Nine. One, there's Shout a song out to Hoist Gracie. Yeah, it's called Geometry of Business, Vinny Paz. The beat on air is fucking nah. awesome. And it, yeah, lyrically. Yo, just, we got to get him on here. Then there's. Uh, yeah, we got to do a, oh, a, a mashup. With, with Ghostface, Herringbone. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 so great. Good. Yo, any with them upstate boys that I didn't know. Uh, Oh, the guy with the fucked up mouth? Yeah, Conway. He yeah. got shot in the face. I'll, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll smack the That's other the side. dude I kept used to tag y'all on that was doing all the freestyles on yeah. like Hot 97 saying crazy, crazy shit. He dissed every battle rapper in New York. Fucking dude's a monster. This is the thing with Vinny Paz. The beats are right up my alley. So even if he wasn't a great rapper, I'd be like, wow, I still nah, his like word pay, but, yeah, uh, his but I, word I'd be like, oh, at least somebody's doing these beats that I like. It, it's, it's perfect. Then on top of it, I like the sound of his voice. Then on top of it, he actually has skills 
that are way more advanced mm. than nearly almost anybody else that's doing it. God right bless now. the dead, your punk rock homeboy from up there. T. Yo, that kid was a fucking beast, dude. Product he had the, the waste. voice, he had the flow, he had the he did. He had, he had a unique flow. Yo, he could have blew. He could have definitely blew in the rap or the punk game. Nowadays, I don't know, but he could have did his thing. No, he could have blew in the underground. Like, Vinny and all them dudes, I'm sure they ain't yeah. blow to mainstream, but they making a living off their music. What Vinny does, Vinny has a work ethic. Vinny is a serious a, a serious. Well, rapper. I didn't know he had that much yeah. material is, uh, out, dude. Oh, he got, like, ooh. three crews fucking. Forget it. The dude, everything the dude does is, is to me is nice and somehow gets better. When do you like in my opinion, you know most people are like, yeah, the early stuff, the early stuff. No, everything gets better. And it started off dope. So to me, the, and, and the last song like on that each I of really the, can't rock. Yo, the last Necro. I, I the last song on each of his last albums, his solo albums, when they're like ten minute songs. It's like ten minute history lessons. Uh, I mean, come on. Like y'all play that. You for you me. write lyrics. How would it be to write something like that? That would take migraines take a long time well, here's what impressed me it would take that. it would take actual reading and research now, like you can't just write heads. that shit and then and then make it rhyme and make it flow make it interesting make it sound all like my hip hop heads will notice if y'all remember Raz Kaz West Coast good. rapper back in the day mm-hmm. I played a song it was like the first time I hung out with all y'all after prison I played the song with where he did the history lesson yeah. and we let mathematics listen to it Mathematics called out all the faults. Yeah. We listened to the Vinnie Paz version of the history lesson. Not one fault. Not from our, With not from our doctor oh. friend. Yeah, yeah. Now, now mathematics, well, he's a, he's a, he'll he's, call out bullshit to us. You know, he might not say it like, you know, I've seen him argue with a couple, not argue, debate, a friendly doctor debate with people. And then later on, it'd be like, yeah, that motherfucker was totally wrong. You know, he's a nice guy. He's never going to tell somebody they're fucking wrong. He'd be like, yeah, you can look at it like that. <laughs> That's exactly but what I would say. When it came to the Raz Kaz of Vinny Paz, Raz Kaz was wrong about shit. Paz beats Kaz every time. In the history part. In yeah. the history. <laughs> Yo, isn't Raz Kaz the cousin of of uh who he had like a famous oh, rapper Kaz. cousin? Joe Kaz. He had a famous rapper cousin. One of them West Coast motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, it might have been like Warren G or yeah, something like I that. Think it was one of them. But you want to hear a cool PA fact? Yeah. Cool G Rap lives up here. What? Cool G Rap drinks at my dad's bar. Shut up. I wanted to punch my dad in the face because my dad was in a picture with the bartender. And the bartender was like, this is like a year and a half ago. The bartender's like, yo, I finally met a legend. And he takes pictures of Cool G Rap. And there's my dad in the back with his martini. What? And I'm like, you motherfucker. Yo, that's crazy. Seriously, how many rappers live around here? A lot, man. A lot, totally. dude. Yo. Or their mothers and fathers. Yeah. yeah Biggie Smalls' mom lives like she five lives. miles from me. Not even. <laughs> yeah. She lives right up in Main Street. Yo, you know who I see all the time? Queen Latifah's dad. Yeah, and Run, run in a, in from Run really? DMC. Yeah. Got, he's got his pockets in that new ter- church up there. You know, me, uh, Heavy D used to live in Penn Estates. You know that? Wow, I didn't know. Heavy I D know, used to live up well, there. Well, I know back in the day, I don't know if we talked about it before, when 50 Cent got shot up and you used to work out with 50 yeah. Cent. Yeah, <laughs> what up, Curtis? That. Call me, motherfucker. Check this out. To recite an old public enemy lyric, chilling at my fresh little high, no, chilling in my fresh Pocono hideaway. Oh. With a bag of Frito Lay, mm-hmm. flavor Flav. Do Hold you on. remember? Uh, ah, is he, it on? He, Il- went, he went to the high school. He visited our high school, like back in the day, and it was like an uproar. He wow, that's in, crazy. Yeah. Yo, was it on like uh, Illmatic maybe or Stillmatic? 
What? Nas, you, he's, he had a song where he talked about like parties at Mount Airy Lodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because remember, Yo, when I, I remember I was 14 and we tried to crash it. It was the Freak Fest. Little kids. Oh, yeah. Biggie. I remember that. Freak Fest. Um, it was a bunch of a bunch of us. All we we somebody's sister drove us down. We didn't I get, get with Little Kim on that one or no? Was that so? Yeah, I think was that so. the other one? Was that the other? That might have been the other one. one. Oh, Big Kim, I got with. This, this <laughs> I think this is the year before the dude blew his head off at the place. But uh, yeah, they used to have the Freak Fest. Little Kim, Foxy Brown, Biggie, Capone, Noriega. That was like a week. Mob D. Long party, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yo, was you, we used to chill with some le- legends. You know what I'm talking about? Them cats that own that little clothes spot. Yeah, Force MDs. Force MDs. That's like a oh, legendary fucking yeah, group. Yeah, that was my man's in them. Group. Yeah. My man Cheeks used to go to his studio. Khalil, remember Khalil and yeah. Steve? We used to go and get high as fuck. Yo, they I still around? I, last time homies, I saw man. Khalil, it was, I, I think, oh no, I saw Steve at the, at a basketball game, like at, at a like when Kira played basketball. Uh, I saw Steve, chick, I think we were playing against their, hit one of his daughters or something like that. Chick I, I lived with when I first came out of prison, I slept on her couch. Yuleika, she's my homegirl all over my Instagram. Yuleika, her cousin is Raekwon's wife. Oh shit. So like when I first got out of prison, I went and I was staying on the couch. Yuleika's my right hand man's baby mother. So it was no funny stuff, but I used to crash on the couch. And I remember like it was like two days out of prison, like a 745 sitting on Chrome's pulls up, right? Somebody bangs on the door or whatever, open the doors, Raekwon. Shit was crazy. You know, I just came home from prison, so I'm on some, oh shit, am I fucking his, like baby moms? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, am I about to get bodied out there, you know? But I was starstruck. First, first of all, I don't get starstruck. Only one... Two rappers in this world I, I'll ever take a picture with, and I did one at uh, Reverb, Ice-T, because Ice-T's the man. If Ice you didn't Tisa. watch Colors and everything Ice-T's else, a cool motherfucker. Come, on, come on, stop smoking crack, Pookie, you know what I mean? Like, this, this dude's a legend. Yeah. And as far as heavy music, Cop Killer, if you're a hardcore kid, you listen to Cop Killer one time in your life. Yo, let me take it back to the Force MDs, though, because I don't think people know them. So Google, or go on YouTube, Force MDs, their hit was Tender Love. Tender Love, yeah. And Tears, mm-hmm. right? Those are like their two hit tracks. I bet you heard the tracks probably more than you remember the name, but yo, key, pivotal, pivotal, like, we used not to leave band, cars but at this a store group. For shows. We all used to meet up at this store. Yeah. Yeah, next to Starner. I used yeah. to buy the gear, the fat farm off there. Damn, I was looking fresh. I got the free stuff from Tommy Hilfiger, then I go with there and get the bottoms. And get the bootlegs. Yeah. They, they had a lot of oh, the they bootleg, had bootleg shit. Yeah, they had bootleg. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and you chilling with Fifty Sammy? I mean, come on, this is the this is the spot, baby. Epicenter. We hiding in the mountains. Creative up here. epicenter. That's when people he was don't still realize. Chubby Fifty Cent. When no, he got shot up. Oh, nah, no, he was no. fucking Diesel when I was working oh, out with time him. You met the bullets. He was out. Diesel, man. Yo, check it people out. People don't understand that beach in the Fifty Cent movie is really the Poconos. That's not the beach. He went to the Poconos to get fucking right. That's, yeah, that's his Smithfield girl, Beach. <laughs> yo, remember his girl lived in that same complex I lived in with Ian. Yeah, North Slope, right? And she had a uh, white, uh, what was that, Hummer? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was when everybody had Hummers. And we were like, how's like, it? How, how's they it, made Hummers household This place cars. is $400 a month to rent, and somebody got a Hummer in here? <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell's going on? That was basically his, like, recovery yeah. house. And, uh, yo, good, he, would do, spot. he would do, he would do, he would do ab Workouts and he was dolo <laughs> for all like the time, right? an hour, and it, it would be like we would be doing whatever legs or and he's whatever. Always by himself, right back then. 
He would show up by himself, but we all chilled together. Yeah, no, that's what at I the mean. Gym, like yeah. at that time. And he would bring his son with him, actually. Mm. His son. And at the time, my girlfriend. 25 cent. My girlfriend. You're going to listen to this and kill your ass. At the time, my girlfriend worked in the, in the gym, in, the, uh, in like the daycare at the gym. And uh, she, used to, she would watch his kid, and we would be working out downstairs. Yeah. It's a crazy story. My man, God bless the dead. First dude I ever got tattooed on me, Hassan Allah. He had beef with 50 Cent back in street days. I, Queens I, beef? I, nah, Bronx beef. Ooh. 50 used to come out to the Bronx and fuck with the Bronx. That's why on his early songs, he used to shout out Sex, Money, Murder. I got to eat, but I ain't trying to do hard time like Pistol Pete. He used to come out to the Bronx a lot. My man Hassan hated the nigga. Hated him. Hated him. Because he was like, yo, he's trying to live... a our lifestyle, like we out here on corners and doing this shit and he's driving a drug dealer car, which was a Lexus at the time. Back then it was like, if you had a Lexus, a GS, or you had the Benz, the smaller body ones, you was a drug dealer in the neighborhood. And this is when he started rapping. So Hassan got real mad that he started rapping because my man Hassan wanted to rap, but we used to call him straight jacket rap because the shit he would rap about was just like, just, just psychotic yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like grave diggers meet ghetto boys, like you know, like we just be like, and we're, you know, it's like some some other people, man. Like you don't want to tell them the trash because they're that crazy that they might like shoot you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and God bless the dead. I just remember one time we was on 183rd and Park Avenue off Webster Avenue. We was coming from out of the projects, walking back to the block on 188th, and 50 must have drove past. And my man was like, yo. To our other man, Powerful, he's like, give me the gun, give me the gun. And Powerful was like, wow, he's like, I'm going to shoot this nigga car, son. And I was like, yo, who are y'all talking about? And they're like, 50 Cent. And I never heard of the dude. This is like before his first album, you know. And then I heard Power of a Dollar. I remember listening to it and song smacked me because I was listening to it. Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. He hated him nah, that nah, much. Hassan, yeah, Hassan, Hassan was like my OG, though. Like, you know what I mean? Hassan beat me up mad times, man. I used to, first time I tried to cook up Coke, I ruined the whole pot. Wow. I'll destroy your beating too. Oh, he beat the crap out of me, dude. I'll never forget. I'll never forget how to cook up ever again in my life. Like, you know, but that's the game. That's how it goes. But I was a young dude too, so it was like, you know. All that wasted money. Jesus Christ, if I could straighten this dude out. I would have been sitting pretty right now. He would have had a life bid, but I would have been sitting pretty. Joe, you got anything? I got one more left, or if you got anything good. I got a really long one. And I got a short one here I could do. So to you. Yo, what's up with the ladies, man? I need thong shots and questions when it comes to me, baby. <laughs> thong shots and questions. You ever end up, meet any ladies off this podcast? Yes, I have. Whoa. Hey, who? Can't say? No, we ain't going to get into that. Oh, look, he's getting all serious. But he's getting all serious. Very nice young women have talked to me through this podcast. Oh, word? And I'm down to meet anybody and talk to anybody. Like, I gave a shout-out to my trucking homeboy. It's all good, man. It's all love, man. Word. Ray, you're getting famous off this podcast. But we're over here struggling. Famous, man. I need a job. All right, here's a good one. Uh, I don't want to do that one. All right, here's a good one from uh, Jason Abbott. Jason Abbott. Are you again. live, Richie? Yep. Oh, shit. And again, fuck you, rap boy, and your question, too. Okay. Let's get to it. <laughs> He said, some of us make a lot of jokes about influencing Ray when he was young. <laughs> what, what or Fuck who? Fuck you, rat. Yeah. What or who were your most positive and negative influences before and after prison, Ray? Mm. 
positive and negative before, before and after. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Should I go in like the hardcore scene or just whatever you general? want, man? Just in life, I guess. Say mm. something, your mama, Luke. Negative. God bless the dead, Hassan. And I'm gonna give it to Rat Boy as the negative before prison. Oh shit! Definitely coming in the shows, dude. Rat Boy was Nate, dude. Rat just Boy hit- had me in a mafia bar. I was like 15. <laughs> and I know a dude got stabbed that night. Hey, we could have bought TVs. I got a guy. And and yeah, like one of them bought like lock the door, Frank. Hey Billy, get the fucking bats. One of these places, right? <laughs> and here I am, like 15, like with a, a shutdown T-shirt or something <laughs> on, and I'm just like, just fitting in, you know? Yeah, fuck it, we're drinking, and there's like one beer gets me buzz days, you know? Uh, but no, it's all love. But yeah, those and Hassan. God bless the dead. Positive influences, you and you and Richie. Definitely, definitely you and Richie. I mean, I had a lot, dude. I was blessed, man. Big Carl, the Nanny Cook dudes, uh, the whole crutch. Uh, even though I hated the bastard, Peppy, uh, Keith James. I was blessed as a kid, dude. As a kid, dude, if I would have stayed in shows, booking shows or doing zines like we did with Ian Hardedge, me and them. My life would have been, you know, probably way fucking... Probably would have been a lot more boring. Yeah, I probably would have been, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, after prison, dude, I'll keep it 100. Richie and my man that's locked up doing 20 years right now, AD. Yeah, yeah, them two. Uh, AD, behind the scenes, when I got off parole, I told everybody, I got to get the fuck out of New York, dude. Like, if I stay in New York, I'm going to wind up back. You know, and at that time, I was beefing all the time with uh, this faggot dude that used to be my man, smashed my girl. We we were warring at the time, and the dude that poked me, he was just coming home. I just busted his head open with his pool cue. Like, it was a bunch of crazy going on. And uh, when I came to PA, you know, Richie kept bringing me to shows, bringing me out. And uh, AD, he was financing me. The whole time at school for truck driving. AD is the dude that I put on the wow. game. But when I came home, I was like fucking around and he get mad. Like, yo, don't fuck around with this shit, man. You just did mad time. Because, you know, I was facing the 18 years on the sentence if I blew trial. So he was like, yo, if you're going to do this truck driving shit, do it. And every week, yo, he'd send me like $500 to pay off, eat, do all that shit. So AD and Richie. Nice. And fuck you, rap boy. What about all the money I gave you? No, you gave me mad money. I, did, oh, did I say? Oh, you want me to elaborate, Rich? He yeah, wants to Richie. see. He wants to say yeah, the amount. Yeah, yeah. The What's money? the amount? Yo, what about Richie, the amount? Yo, to this day, anytime, man. Richie breaks me off if I hold y'all down for something. Richie breaks me off. New merch comes out. I get my shirts. I get this. Even though Luke and fucking Evan be acting like little babies about I know, this shit. Right? Jeez. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> fuck that. To the rest of your band, I go through your merch, bitch. I'll take what I want. I'm in wisdom and change. Y'all can't do nothing about it. It's on my passport. Yo, you know what I love is this. When you got out of prison, who gave you a job at the porno store? Uh, Richie. I'm going to even go through. Well, at the end of the day, it's Jocelyn. Jocelyn. 100% 100% Jocelyn. That's what and I'm talking about. Jocelyn, if you listening or watching this, she already know. Dude, Jocelyn can have a problem with her husband in 10 years. I'll go and blow his fucking head off. Swear to God, I love that girl. That girl could ask me 
to break any law. She didn't even give me a job when I got out of prison. She gave me a job when I was still in fucking prison. She could have lost her job. You were on work release going yeah, to a porno to go store. Back, but work release, not in fucking county cute jail where they wear a little orange jumpsuit. I went back to a maximum security fish skill. Maximum security by night, medium by day. I went back there for two days a week, every week, and I worked at a pawn store. Wow. And I brought back an asshole full of You're dope. the luckiest dude. <laughs> Yo, that's the luckiest dude in prison right there. Yo, real talk. Real for real. Talk. And you could ask Jocelyn right now, every pretty girl that worked there, I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you created an economy in Yo, prison, that's probably. A fact. That's a fact. I used to bring back mad nudie books. Sorry, Jocelyn, I'm going to tell the truth now. I used to bring back mad nudie books, sell them for like 100 stamps. Wow. Because you know I could cash the stamps in. And uh, yeah, but Jocelyn, shout out to Jocelyn, dude. She drove me back to the hood many times, many times. Like I used to tell her like, just drop me off at the corner store because it's rough around here. And I'd be like, don't talk to nobody. Jocelyn's such a sweetheart. She'll tell you this story. But to this day, I don't give a shit where she is in life or anything. If she ever asked me for anything, I'll do anything for her. Word, because she ain't had to look out for me, man. But on the strength of shows, Richie, Walt, you know, like our whole circumference, even you and your wife, I'm sure of it. A whole sure circumference, I like that. But nah, that's real talk. That's what <laughs> hardcore... Whole circumference. Dude, look at it this way. When people talk shit about hardcore, this is what I tell them. I left the scene. When I got into the drug and the gang and the street shit, I ain't string y'all along. I ain't want y'all to get into it. I never called y'all for help once. Every time I was around, we'd get up, we'd go out to eat, we laugh, we chill, and that's what it was. When I got out of prison, and when I was in prison, Nace, uh, uh, Ed, a, a bunch of dudes hit me up with letters out of nowhere, you know what I mean? In the early stages, lose ties. But as soon as I come home, everybody look out. And a lot of the lookouts I got was just on the hardcore scene. Now look at it. I travel the fucking world. I'm not in a band. I'm fucking nobody. I travel the world off hardcore shit. So nobody can tell Yo, me let's this see that. scene. Let me see that medallion. Nobody can tell me the scene. All go everything, bitch. But uh, oh, nobody can tell me. The scene. <laughs> <laughs> nobody can tell me the scene. What's this with scene? the attitude? Damn. Nah, it's for the camera. <laughs> I'm doing it for the fucking grand, baby. Give me the money. Right, yo, what Give was the question? The hey, was the question just for Ray? That question? That was just for oh, Ray. Yeah, yeah, that was just for Ray. <laughs> Oh, you went on about a 20-minute answer there. That was great. No, that was good, man. Episode. You know, we that should was give great. him Jack Daniels more, I think, this guy. Yeah, man. He's on fire tonight. We should give Baboon some uh, Jack Daniels. Get him talking next. <laughs> Any more questions or no? I got a long one, but it's like too long. It's too long? I could try it, but I don't know. I, I like, I, I, it kind of feels like the end right now. Like mm. That kind of felt like the, like a punctuation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he don't want to end. Look at it. He don't want to end. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coke in this shit. This shit yeah, it's crack. over. It's all over, right? <laughs> that shit is raw. That's that white boy Yo, shit. Richie, look at this. Go out with a little commercial here for our friend, Jacob. Thank you. Oh, Oak Crow Coffee. Yeah. And Always. don't forget, stop glorifying fucking rats, too. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. Go Omerta. That. Omerta. Omerta. So, uh... Post America podcast. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out, Ray. Thanks for your input there, Anthony. Hope you learned a lot about drug dealing and what you should never, <laughs> never, ever, ever do in your life. <laughs> uh, Ray is my friend and I love him to death, okay? Oh, sorry. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, I love him since he was a little kid. I probably about your age. About your age. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Man, I was. Now you see how bad I turned out. I was so training to do that age. Yo, this is what's stuff? crazy is he was. 13, okay, Anthony's 12, Ray was 13, and I drove him 
back and forth to shows to his mom's. Like, Shit, it I was just the two of us. At 13. Yeah, but it was just the apartment. two of us. And you know oh what I mean? God. Like, as a parent, if some dude was picking Anthony up and taking him to... <laughs> I would be like, what the? No, 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 no. This is not happening. But compared to what you were doing, yeah, 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 compared yeah. to what you were doing, it was positive. I think, and I think your mom definitely mom, recognized it. My mom it. not racist, but when she see me hanging out with like good white dudes and one black dude, she was like, <laughs> She liked that ratio. Okay, so so uh, when you hear Ray's stories, you understand. You're like, he's a changed man. He's been, he's lived. I found God. He's lived a life. Holla at me, www.jesuschrist.com. <laughs> I think Jesus owns that one. I don't know. Oh, he might. You're an admin. He made you an administrator. So when he was that age, I was, I was, I was making us do some bad stuff. Then. I know. It's crazy. Man. You gave me my first gun. <laughs> Y'all want to be honest? Oh man, I don't Richie, that. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> wow. Like water gun. Oh wait, you on live still? Water yeah. It was a water gun. It was Super Soaker 360. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna hope that this works because no baboon, as you see, it's. Yo, do you remember Richie noise, had bro. that big ass plastic crate full of weapons though? Like, I do I remember that. Yeah, I remember certain shows where there's... the crate was passed around and everybody had to just Yo, hope wait, for something do you good in there. When he had no heat in the fucking house, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hardcore. Yeah. When you got fifteen motherfuckers in the snorkel jackets, blankets, sleeping, sleeping, sleeping in stolen, stolen Tommy Hilfiger right. jackets. Everybody shot Yo, the Tommy Hilfiger. We, we look good though. Yeah, Yo, we didn't look good. We didn't we live good, good, but we were looking good. I don't know if you guys remember this one that I had. It was, it was a Tommy Hilfiger winter coat. The all and silver? it was all reflective. Yes, that was the <laughs> sickest ever, man. What that was my favorite Pepe, shit. What about when I think Pepe about three Eduardo, or four of us own that jacket. What about when Pepe and Eduardo wore the silver flight jackets all the time? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, man. We looked fresh. We looked yeah. We looked we fresh. We fresh as hardcore kids. I don't care. No, he don't. ain't had shit on us. All that. Boy, they were like dirty punk rockers. We Let's just be honest. Cold and like fresh. Bunch, yeah, yeah. No heat, though. No heat, though. Yeah, no heat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the... In the winter, we had like three cars that could make a long show. And yeah, we yeah. all looked like fight. I remember. Oh like, my god! This is when Tobin was like hardcore floor punch type straight edge. Like, put that fucking cigarette out, Ray. I'd be like, man, shut up. <laughs> now it's like, Ray, let me get a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a year and a half in Tobin's life. Evan fucking hated me, dude. That's because you threw snap. That, that's because on. that one incident where you threw snapper bottles. Y'all was laughing. Y'all used to gas me up for shit like that. Y'all would do dumb shit. Like, if y'all didn't like somebody, you'd be like, go hit him or some shit. So, like, I threw a snapper bottle at a bike rider. Fuck him and his bike. With his little gay handrails. Oh Anthony, don't listen to this guy. Anthony, this guy. No, he's changed. Like I told you, he's a changed man. Don't do that. Cause it's if, different now. If Anthony tell Caden the shit that I used to do, I'd be trying to make it seem like I, I'm an angel, but I don't know who. Somebody in the neighborhood has been telling Caden like old stories, so like we can do a whole episode on like the shit my son asked me. Like he'll oh, wow. call me and be like, Yo, let me ask you something. Dad, did you cut so and so? And I'm like, No. Where did you hear this stuff? He's like, such and such, Let me ask you something. Hmm. Is that diamond in your ear? Is that real? Yeah, man. That's a real diamond? Yeah, bro. All gold, everything, Damn. bitch. I got diamonds. I got Gucci watches. I My got man is sparkling. That, man. Come on, baby. Looking like the 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? We you get heard? money over here, Our boy here, is baby. fresh. <laughs> Our boy is fresh. I used to be fresh. The, the fucking police department. In Yo, New I York see your boy I Danny Steely on here. Danny Steely. Arthur Ashtray's on here. Bro, what up, Artie Art? Oh. All right, listen. 
I'm gonna do this one time. This is gonna be this is gonna be rough, but let's do this one last question. I'm having too much fun, and I don't want to end. Shit, never end. We're doing a 24-hour right, podcast. Are, if this fails, if this fails, we will. Uh, Yo, if this fails, this will be, be up in, a, in like two weeks. I think this is a really fucking dope podcast. You just because you're yeah, drunk, yeah. you think it's good. When you I'm hear not it, you're fucking here. drunk. <laughs> I still gotta go do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is totally changing the subject and everything, but I want to shout out my friend Dan Crayley, Getting It Out podcast. He just sent a really long question. The Sixers are in the playoffs. They're hanging on by a thread. Oh, Fuck shit. Sixers. They're hanging the on by a thread. There. Knicks, come on. They're not in the playoffs. So let's keep it relevant. He said, I'd like to hear your opinions on what I call sports rage. Why do you think sports fans get so upset about at the outcome of games. Currently, I've got a coworker giving me shit about the 76ers' seemingly inevitable downfall. Were he a Celtics fan, I'd allow it as as I have long ago conceded that the Boston sports fans are like rich kids bragging about their parents' money. However, he is a Spurs fan. I play along, but I'd also like to kick him in the face with my boots on. In my opinion, is he... In my opinion, he is violating the rules of accepted shit talk. How wrong am I? So is it ridiculous that people get so attached to sports teams that they would talk shit even if their team is not even in the conversation or even if just just to fucking get under somebody's skin? In my educated background, yes, <laughs> my answer Dr. will be Dr. Raymond. From my man from the Bronx tale, man. What's Sonny say, man? They don't care. They don't give a fuck about you. Why the hell you care about them? They, they don't give a shit. If you hurting for money, they ain't going to give you a dollar, so fuck them. Watch it. If your team wins, be happy. If they lose, fucking be a little bit mad. But don't be one of these idiots. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up because they did this. <laughs> Come on, you look like a fucking bozo. They wouldn't give a shit about you or if your mother died. Why the hell do you I care think, about them? See, Philly sports is a special Philly thing. sports is like medieval times. It is. In, in, in the sports world, Philadelphia sport fans are... They, they, it's like different rules, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's different rules, and the hatred and the the passion and the the love and everything is like every everything is intensified for some reason in Philadelphia sports. I'm not sure why. Maybe because they have a history of uh, the, the Eagles, especially Boston. have a history of losing so Boston's badly. Pretty bad too, dude. Boston got a bad history. At least the, the Red wear, Sox did. You know what I mean? They're now they're dope. Wear but my hat though, the Yankee hat, man. Fucking issue out there, man. Yeah. Get to the loading docks out there. All them guys. Oh, what the fuck is on your head? Oh, shut up. Go to the bar. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here with that Boston shit. I'm starting to appreciate Boston accents more and more as I get older. Dude, but I love Boston crime movies. They're the best. Departed. Fucking best Oh, that's movie. good. That's a good one. All right. So, not a huge reaction from that question, but I just wanted to get it out there because he's our friend and he's been shouting us out and mm. supporting us, and I want to support my boy. So, getting it out, podcast. Ray, thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot oh, of fun. Anytime, we'll do it again man. very soon. Anytime. Let me get that check though. Get that money. <laughs> get- I need the money. <laughs> Post America podcast. Bag. Send us questions to postamericapodcast at gmail.com. We want booty pictures. Send those directly to Ray. He would appreciate that. I don't even know what's my Instagram. Come on, Ray. You're supposed to be on top of this shit. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thanks for supporting. We'll talk to you real soon. This episode should be out quickly. And uh, 
Everybody be safe out there. Spread some love, people. Peace. It's the Brooklyn way. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.